episode 294 of the PlayStation Nation podcast with you once again, myself, I'm Glenn, and here's a voice you might not recognize. It's Josh Langford. Hey, I'm just back to say I quit. Bye. Oh, no. (laughs) Now what did I do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just scrolling around. (laughs) Did I offend your favorite sports team? Uh, I know my favorite sports team offended my favorite sports team. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So uh, I'm using a different microphone tonight. I'm using a handheld. So if you guys hear any kind of movement and everything else, I apologize. But uh, that headset that I bought, which is, I love it. But for some reason, when I record with it, it crushes the audio like crazy. So I got to figure it out. But I'm just not in the mood tonight. So, uh, yeah, Josh is back. I can't believe it. We actually have a regular podcast for a change. Yeah. It's crazy. Amazing. Now, are you sitting actually, in like a little rubber raft in your basement or? Yeah, no, I'm in the same place. It's all People good. were worried about you, man. Yeah, it was ugly. I mean, we were getting tweets. We were getting messages. I was getting PSN messages asking if I've talked to you. Uh, I think there was a smoke signal before. Either that or somebody just had a bonfire. Half the people in my neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Jeez. Yeah. But you, but every, everything went all right? You uh, you kind of came up pretty pretty decently unscathed? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. It's, all, it's all right. All right. Um, actually, though, it's been so freaking long. I, I didn't get to say to everybody, I mean, thanks for the concern. Obviously, yes. Uh, not that I saw half of it <laughs> um, <laughs> with my head in the ditch, uh, <laughs> hiding <laughs> head under head um, under the uh, the dirt like an ostrich. If it if you don't yeah, see it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> um, but extra life. Yeah, you know we finished that up and we didn't hit the twelve thousand, and I was kind of down about it. I was like, oh man, you know, I really, really wanted to hit that twelve thousand. I was bummed. Did you hear uh, I was about really me? Excited. I was, huh? Did you hear about when I got off the plane that day? No, I was in the worst place I've been in my head for years. I don't know what it was, but I was fine when I left. But I got off that plane and I was like seriously depressed. Like That's I got, because I you got left back. the great state of New Jersey and yeah. you were headed back to no, freaking Wisconsin. I escaped. <laughs> <laughs> my my creakety old bones felt something coming, and I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> but I was seriously, I was in a terrible place. I, I got back here, and my parents were like, how to go? I'm like, you know what? I am in such a terrible mood. I don't want to say anything bad. And I said, I'm just going to go into the other room. I was seriously, I, I'm... I'm I've never had something affect me that much. You know, by not hitting our goal for a second time, I was just devastated. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah you didn't get to talk about it at all, did you? No. And that was the thing. I, you know, I, I was bummed out. You know, I was really still very proud of everybody and everything that happened and that we we hit ten or $11,000. It was 10000 I think, at that point. Just was, over 10000 Yeah, 000. just over ten. yeah. Uh, and I was like, that's awesome. You know, we hit 10 and I think part of the problem is we didn't really push it during the stream like we did in previous years. You know, we just kind of played the games and let things happen and we weren't paying attention and, and forcing like 50 bucks to make Josh stop playing just cause two and stupid <laughs> stuff like that. You know, um, well, we didn't have Cracker Jack there to make him do stupid shit like drink. Exactly. So, so, yeah. 
but yeah, I was kind of bummed out about that. But then I saw that we hit 12,000 and wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a crazy that night. Is, that is so freaking awesome. I'm so proud of, I mean, I, not to say I wasn't proud when we hit 10,000. I was very proud when we hit 10,000, but you know, I wanted that. I wanted the 12. Yeah, I me wanted, too. At least 12. And we got there. And everybody who donated, everybody who pulled that out at the last minute and gave everything you could, I'm so proud of you and so happy. And I'm sure the that Colette and uh, everybody at the hospital there are absolutely thrilled. And it's really going to make a difference, you know, in those kids' lives. And just thank you. Thank you very much, everybody who who donated and who was a part of that. Definitely. And don't forget, on the stream, Colette promised that if we hit our goal, some of that money would go to buy the kids a PlayStation 3. That's true. So you're going to have to drive by there in a couple of weeks and a reminder. You yeah, know, quote-unquote reminder. Take a baseball bat with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take her out and we'll it? go and we'll, we'll get the PS3. There you we'll go. We'll get the move controller. We'll get the bundle with the move controllers and everything. I'll make sure. There we go. That we do it right. There we go. Yeah, good. Yeah. We need you. I mean, you're, you're the man. You're the local man there, so you have to you have to be the hired goon. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Hired goons. Who? Hired goons. <laughs> hired goons. <laughs> Come on, Homer. It's a job. Oh man, that's one of my favorite things ever. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I. That, I that was good. It was. It was really cool because. Um, that was the Thursday night before the uh, raffle uh, expired, like the, the, the cutoff for the raffle. And, and I went down to Menominee Falls, which is about like an hour and 15 minutes or something from where I'm at, uh, to go see a Rift Tracks live event. They did uh, Birdemic, which was awesome. Oh, and nice. um, yeah, it was, so they do this live simulcast from Tennessee, and uh, it was just awesome. And I went in, and we were going up. We were going up. And I'm like, all right, good. Maybe, maybe we'll hit the goal by the time I'm done with the movie. All right. So I walk out of the movie. It didn't budge. And I'm like, what? you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and I, was, I, was, I went to see the movie with Rock, and I'm like, God damn it. It's going to happen again. And I'm like, last year, we came in like $300 short of the goal, and it just it killed me last year. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, I, I'm just like so close. You've got to be kidding. And we set the same goal this year because we didn't hit it last year. We set the same goal this year. And here again, we were like 450 short. And I'm like, it, this just can't happen again. It can't. So I I kind of tweeted something on the right when I left the theater yeah when I left the theater I, I tweeted something and I said you know the cutoff is tomorrow at six o'clock if you want to be if you want to get in for the raffle and everything and drove home and we, I got a couple of emails like you got a donation I'm like oh sweet this is cool all right a little movement and I got back to the house at about ten o'clock and I kind of tweeted some more and I I think I made like some weird comment like you know maybe if we maybe i'll play halo 4 if we hit the goal or something and like all these wild claims on twitter i'm like yeah, maybe i'll do this if we hit the goal and i think about 11 30 central we, we hit it and i was like yes this is awesome and i'm like all right i'm going to bed <laughs> i was exhausted <laughs> yeah but yeah it was it was a great time and i mean like i said out of sixteen thousand three hundred and some players we came in fourth, and the, and the top three are two people from Turbine who do an MMO. I can't remember which MMO, but it was a really big MMO, and the other one was um, uh, Giant Bomb. So we, wow. beat out, we beat out like Infinity Ward. We beat out 
a bunch of bigger teams because our community kicks so much ass. And that's simply what it is. It, 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 it overwhelms me when I look at the numbers and, and look at what an independent podcast did compared to some of these huge corporate sites. And yeah, it just, it blows me away. It, it, I, I, I still go look at it. I was looking at it today and it just blows me away. So, but now we're going to come up with something new, you and I, because everybody's going to do raffle next year. I can just see it. Uh, yeah. So now I'm thinking bikini car wash. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to look in a bikini, but I'm, we might have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it'll do. We'll have a car wash, and if you don't, don't pay us enough, I'll put a bikini on. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> What's that? What? Oh, I'll, I'll go put the bikini on right now. No, 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 no. Here's my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's really kick-ass. And um, the uh, the email for the physical prizes to get your address and everything should go out Wednesday. I ran out of time this weekend because I was doing the um, – well, I did some redraws because we had a few people. Uh, basically, the redraws were people that worked for one of the two sites, either our site or RP Gamer, that weren't supposed to be on the list in the first place. And they relinquished their prizes, and we redrew for them, including the, uh, the Vita with the uh, uh, MLB 12, the show, from San Diego Studios. Uh, so those were posted on Facebook. Uh, the emails for the physical stuff, I hope will go out Wednesday. I, I personally sent out all of the codes that we have. Uh, so the plants versus zombies table, the uh, $50 Amazon cards, the $20 PSN cards, the 10 and 20 PSN, $20 PSN cards from, uh, Walgreens, the bit man took care of for us. That stuff I sent out this weekend. That's why, uh, I didn't get the other email done. There are still a ton of codes that have to go out, like all those iOS games, all the Steam games, all the PSN games. Those are all being handled by the RP Gamer folks. So I did send them the entire list. They have it as of uh, yesterday. So I don't know when they're going to get the stuff out, but I would assume it's going to be pretty quickly because they're usually really good about that stuff. I'm only on this contract for another, I think, three weeks. So I should be able to get some stuff shipped out soon if I get back home on the weekends. Uh, if not, December's the earliest they'll go out, but they should be able to go out pretty quickly, uh, because I don't have Killzone 3 special editions to send out. (laughs) I don't have those beasts. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I took the, I took the posters for comic book men down to the stash on Saturday. Cool. And talked to Walt about it. Um, and it's funny. He said, uh, do you want Kevin on there as well? I was like, uh, yes, he's around. Sure. <laughs> but I didn't expect that. I don't think anybody expected that. He's like, well, if you want Kevin, it's, it's probably going to be a while. I was like, don't worry about it because yeah. it, it could be months or, you know, who knows? So I said, don't worry about it. He's like, if it's not, if it's just us, then they'll be ready next weekend. I was like, okay, well, if I can get back down here, you know, I'll come back down and pick them up and we'll go from there. So, uh, they're going to sign them and then I'll get them out as soon as I get them back. Cool. Uh, Kevin or not, but we'll definitely have Mike Ming, Brian and Walt on there. So now that everybody's found Brian, thank God. Yeah. But those those are the only signatures I expected anyway, so. Yeah. Oh, and actually, uh, when I went down there, mm-hmm. so on my way back, I had seen that 
uh, Facebook post. I know, Facebook. Actually, what? I saw it in the email. I saw it in an email. I didn't actually see it on Facebook. <laughs> of course. By uh, the way, you know that reply thing works now. Oh, it doesn't because you have a... Eh, forget it. That nah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but I saw the thing on there that said, hey, GameStop is having you know the sale uh, for power-up rewards members. You can get all the collections half off. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna make me sign up for this thing. Yes, they are. So I printed the thing out. You know, I went. I actually I did go to Facebook because I clicked the link uh, in the email, and I had to click the link in there to get to GameStop and see the offer and everything. And I couldn't find a code or anything, and I didn't understand it. And I was like, "All right, but here's all the information." So I printed that, and I stopped at a GameStop on the way back. Well, you found and, one, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just one. Um, and I got to say, the guys in there were the nicest guys possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were really cool about everything. They, I had to push them for the game stuff. <laughs> they, they were like, wow. wait, you want, you want to sign? Okay. Uh, all right. You know, it wasn't like, you could to sign up for this. Um, Did you go to the one that we went to for my controller or a different one? No, no. This was this was down near the stash. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, but, you know, I signed up for the thing. And the thing is, those guys are in there. They're like, wait, what is this deal? <laughs> one of them was like, I heard about this deal because somebody came in with the coupon earlier. And the other two were like, wait, what? I haven't heard about this. What is this? And I'm thinking, well, this is trouble because Big they're all power up rewards members, you know, mm-hmm. so they should know about it. And they're like, yeah, that's the problem. Nobody knows these things. Like nobody tells us. We don't know what's going on. But Jeez. and while I waited there because they tried to scan it and they tried to scan the game and it came up full price. Mm. So we went through a whole thing. Uh, I mean, the guy was it was amazing. He He was emailing and calling uh, his uh, store manager, or I guess store manager. Probably district I manager, I wouldn't doubt it. District manager. Yeah. And like like three or four different people he was trying to get in touch with to try to get to the bottom of this and mm. sell the games to me. Yeah. Because I was just, all I really wanted, really, really wanted was the Journey Collection. What, um, what, that was the deal on the, was that the Journey Collection and then the HD Remake Collections or something? Yeah, it's all the collections essentially. Right, all right, the okay. HD collections, whatever they are. Okay. Um, so I got that. I, I was trying to get that, and I figured maybe I'll pick up God of War as well because it's half off, and I know that two of the games in there are digital downloads. Even though I right. have all the games, well, then I'll have two on the hard drive for what was it? It was going to be twenty bucks, right, for the whole package. And I thought, well, that's cheaper than buying just one of them on the PlayStation store, you know, for the download. Right. So I thought, yeah, why not? I'll, I'll just get both of those. I hung out in there for, geez, I don't know how long I was in there for a long time. That, oh, you're one of those guys they, now. Well, yeah, I, well, I was waiting <laughs> and, but that was the thing. He, they were really, really cool about it. They were doing everything they could to try to get me this deal. Couldn't get an answer from anybody. Uh, but he's going to email me when he finds an answer one way or the other and he's going to try to figure it out. So, wow, that's pretty cool. Actually. Yeah. I was actually really impressed. I was like, this is, 
This is nice. So, Too bad it's not one of the GameStops yeah. closer to your house. Yeah, <laughs> but now I'm a Power Up Rewards member. Yeah. <laughs> power Up! You know, I had that card yeah. for a long time because they would they would keep bugging me about you know uh, uh, renewing it, but it cost money. Oh no! And then, I got the free one. Yeah, that's but why I did every it. year they would <laughs> they would bug me about paying for it, and then all of a sudden, ah, oh, we'll just upgrade it. And then they stopped doing it. There's one year where they wouldn't upgrade it. I'm like, well, I don't need it because <laughs> I don't buy used games yeah. anymore. There's just really nothing I need from a GameStop anymore for for used stuff. And if I need yeah. to buy one used game, okay, I'm losing out on that discount. But it's not like I'm a college student and I have to buy nothing but used games, you know? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't buy a ton of stuff so much anymore. Right. Uh, and... I don't know. I, like I looked at it online and I said I saw there's a free version of it which is pretty much the same stuff you just don't get as big a discount and I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm not really buying <laughs> like anything there anyway. Not Maybe much, if they get Turbo Graphics games back in, I'll buy some used stuff, but <laughs> but um so I got the free one and that's all done. Um but you know, I looked at the I looked at the way that thing works. Mhm. And it said you get X number of points for X number of dollars spent. And I went, yeah. well, no, wait a second. And then I looked at, you know, what the rewards are. You have to spend like $4,000 yeah. to get a free game or something like that. But what it gives it's you, I think ridiculous. they give, at least it used to give you a disc, like an extra 5% when you buy a used game. And then, and then if you sell a game, I think you get extra. Uh, yeah, but I'm not selling any games anymore, so that doesn't do me any good. And that's why I didn't even care about it anymore. I just got to the yeah, point where, eh, if you're not going to renew it for free, I don't need it. Yeah, I'm never trading anything in. I mean, I'm a collector yeah. now. I collect, I keep everything. So, But, yeah, there's that. And the one <laughs> last thing that I have to talk about, because this came out a couple of weeks ago before we really, really start here. Right. Uh, the new PlayStation Store. You want to get into that? I, you know, I think the design's cool, but at the same time, I hate it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, first off, the noise it makes. Oh my god, is that bad? It sounds like a. It sounds like a musical fart. Yeah. It's terrible. I'm I'm sorry, everybody out there listening. That's all you're going to hear from now on. Every time you start the store is a musical fart. So (laughs) enjoy. Um. I look. I know it's really, really tough to come up with a very short, unique sound, brand yeah. new sound. Why didn't they just keep the sound they had? I don't know. They had to rebrand everything. It's familiar. It was. It was decent. I. Yeah. 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 This. It just doesn't sound good. Um, I. I hated it at first. I will yeah. say that. I absolutely hated it. But I've started to get the hang of it a little bit more, and I do kind of like it. I like how you can move. Once you know what you're doing in there, once you really understand how yeah. the menu system works and where things are, it is pretty easy to dig through there and get stuff. Um, you know, using filters. Filters are a big, big thing that they have up in the top menu there. That's not my biggest problem. It just seems a little bit too much like yeah. an old Xbox interface to me without the ads. Uh, That's one thing. It doesn't have like Mountain Dew ads. I think it looks I pretty. I, I think, it, it, I think it looks really good. You know, it has kind of that faux 3d look and, um, 
And I do like that they, you know, because they took away that they had that video unlimited store for a long time, the beta. Mm-hmm. But now it's a part of the regular store. So they actually got rid of the video unlimited beta. And I got a thing in my, uh, my PSM message that they credited me like five bucks for using huh. the beta all the time. And I liked the beta for the video store because the old PSN store, it was impossible to know any information about a movie. They never told you who was in it. They were never told you any genres, nothing. And you would either have to hope that they had like a poster on the icon, on the avatar, which was usually too small to see any of the actors that were in it. Um, or, I mean, it, it was a clean interface because you just go right, left, up, down, you know, whatever. But you, you can never find any info on the movie. So they've done that, at least with the video side. Like when I went and searched for movies last night, I could see like who was in it, what year it came out, everything. I was like, okay, good. And, and they have a lot of trailers up now. So you, when you go look for a movie, at least a lot of times the trailer is available, which they didn't have before. Yeah. And I'm getting good. more used to the PSN store now, but I really liked the simplicity old one. I just thought it was so much easier to navigate. It was so much easier to get around. But at the same time, the old one was getting really convoluted as well because like, they, would, they removed the, uh, the, the TurboGrafx category completely. So you had to know exactly what games were available for the TurboGrafx and go find them in a list. Yeah, which and was terrible. That that was the biggest thing about it. I you know I'm looking at this as it's a good first step because I mean they've started to do it here and there with some of the games. They need to do more of this where you get to a game and when you get into that game page, that should be sort of the home page that has every last thing on it. You Agreed. should be able to not not just download a trailer. You should be able to watch a trailer right there. Right then and there, while you're in there, and watch a quick trailer and decide, hey, yeah, that's cool. That's a game I want to play. Um, But you should have, you know, all the DLC should be there, all the trailers, all the, you know, everything about the game should be right there on that page. Yes. Just tied to that. Uh, I like that you can jump right through the video services right there. Like it's all one store now. It's not like you're jumping to a second store for the video stuff yes. or you're jumping, you know, so that's cleaner. And the other thing I'm, I'm hoping is that this now, this whole redesign will integrate well to a PC based version of the store, an internet based version of the store so that you can actually go on and buy stuff when you're away from your PS3. Well, I mean, that was available, but it was always a really clunky interface. I have never... I don't know where it's available. I've never seen it. I couldn't Uh, get into it anywhere. You had to go to the Sony Entertainment Network website. That's where you could actually put in your... You could actually activate uh, codes on that website as well for your account. Because you would log in with your PlayStation Network account. And you could go to the store interface. It was really clunky, though. And I don't even know if it was still up there. I know it was up there for a little while. But I know that you could go to account services and actually uh, redeem codes right on that website because I did it a couple times. I I don't know how long that was there because I actually went within the past couple of months. I went looking on the internet because I kept hearing, "Oh yeah, there's a store on the on the internet." And I'm like, "Where is this thing?" So I looked it up, and all it did was take me to the one of the PlayStation sites. I don't know which site it was. I'm already logged in. You know, there's my account and I'm logged in. Yeah. And you go to the store and it says it's the store and you go to the game and there's no way to buy anything. There's no way to do anything. It's just, it's just like the old version of 
the blog or not the blog, the us.playstation.com where you go in there and it gives you information on everything, but you can't do anything. You can just stare at it and yes. say, wow, that's, that's where they failed <laughs> because you had to go yeah. to the SEN website because they're tying a lot more stuff into there. So you go to the, now you have to go to the Sony entertainment network website to do your activation stuff. If you want to deactivate all your accounts, which you can only do like once every six months or once every year or whatever. Uh, that's where you can go to replenish your wallet with PayPal because you can't do it right through the PS3. You have to do it on the website. Uh, that's where you go. Uh, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I kind of see why they did the PayPal thing like that, but it's cool that they're doing that. I mean, at least you don't need a credit card now. If you want to put money on there, you don't have to go out and buy a PSN card. You can replenish yeah. it right from, but it would be nice if it was integrated in the store. Yes, definitely. Well, but that's also yeah. where you go to, to, um, you could make any changes to your account, anything like that. So they, they broke off that SEN website when Sony Entertainment Network was was established. So it's all that's like your main hub for all your account stuff, everything else. If you can't change it on the PS3 or the Vita, you go to this website, and that's where everything is. And that's where you can redeem codes and all that kind of stuff. And I, I know for a while they had a store interface um, that you could go to. But it it wasn't very functional, and I don't even think everything was on there. And I mean, it seemed it was really clunky. But you could do that. It for might a have while. been the one that was on PlayStation dot com because you couldn't do a damn thing on that. Yeah, that might have been it. But you um, could just see the stuff, yeah. and you could see what was updated and things like that. But you couldn't do anything at all. Right. Because I had a couple of instances where so. somebody would send us a code to see, you know, for a review or whatever. They were, well, we don't know if it's active yet. So I would go to that website and throw it in to see if it was active or not, so I could let them know. So, yeah. but yeah, that Sony Entertainment Network website is really that big hub now because that's where when I was bringing the PS3 to your house, I forgot to deactivate one of them, so I went and deactivated all my PS3s. Hmm. So, but you can do that for video service. You can do that for your game activations. You can do that for there's something else on there too, but that's where everything is tracked now. See, I need to do something about that because, uh, I don't know, the video service is all screwed up for me. Like, I had activated the video service for my account on my original 60 gig, and that died and disappeared, and now I can't... Like I have to go, to, I guess, to the website and deactivate yep. it. It's it's really easy to do. It on something else. Yeah, it's really easy to do. Um, they they you don't need any serial numbers or anything. You just it's basically a blanket deactivate. So you say deactivate anything that has video service. So it's going to deactivate your Vita too, but you can just reactivate it. It's no big deal. But the nice thing is, if you've ever had a PS3 die, you don't have it in front of you anymore. You can't do the deactivation from there. It used to be that you had to call support and have support deactivate them, and they would give you a little speech like, "Oh, we can only do this the one time." Don't ever call us again. Um, so now you can actually deactivate on there. It tells you you can only do this once every, I think, six months or a year. Because they obviously want people to, they want to limit people from doing all the game sharing stuff. The yeah. video store thing, by the way, is total bullshit. Because it, if, if, if you can activate two PS3s, you should be able to do that for video too. Because when I was home this weekend, my, my main PS3 is here at the parents' house right now. So I wanted, to, I wanted to download a movie when I was at home the other night. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so I watched Constantine instead. But if they're going to limit us to two activations for games now, they should up the video one to two for PS3s, in my opinion. So just saying. That's bullshit. Yeah. And maybe I'll do that. It's always such a pain in the ass because the one in the living room is... T- 
tied to... Actually, I don't know whose account that is tied to. I don't know whether it's... It might be my mom's account. Like, I think the the one in the basement here is tied to Lou's account, and the one in the living room is tied to my mom's account. And, of course, neither of them have credit cards or money or anything on them, so you can't do anything with it. Right. And, you know, I'll try to download like free videos and the 3d stuff that's free just to look at it. And if I download it and then don't get a chance to look at it. And then when I go to watch it, it says, Oh, this is not active. You have to go back into the store and activate it. Oh, this is not the account. You can't activate it. And I'm like, fuck this. And I just stop. It's just, it's such a hassle that it's not even worth it. (laughs) You know, they they, they make it really easy. now. Um, It's just literally, it's like one click of a button. It's really, really easy now. That's good. Maybe yeah. I'll do that tonight. I'm actually pretty impressed yeah. at how, how well they do it. Because you can manage a lot of stuff in there. If you go to the account stuff, I mean, they, they give you a lot of stuff that you can manage in there. So nice. that's just going to handle... That'll just do the video stuff. That's not going to mess with the game stuff. Right. They're separated. They're all separate. Yeah. Okay. They're all, you can well, actually do good. video activations or uh, game activations. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that, that's actually really cool because if you have multiple PS3s and you want, you know, this one for video and then that one just for games, that makes sense. Well, I mean, it's not just that. It, it's the fact that you can do it all on your own now. It's, but like I said, it's a blanket. It's not like you can go in there and say, well, I want to deactivate this PS3, but not that one. I mean, it's, if you're saying video, <laughs> yeah. obviously you're only deactivating one because you only get one activation for yeah. a full console and one for a handheld. But uh, for the two PS3 thing for, you know, for games, that, that's the bigger one is, and the thing is you can deactivate, no, 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 but that's the thing. You can deactivate the PS3 you have. It's not that big of a deal because you just go back into the interface and activate it again. It's not that big of a deal at all. Wait, and uh, this is going to be a pain in the ass because I have to log in with whatever account. Yes. Like my account doesn't have video on any of them. I don't think. So me logging in with my account isn't going to matter to deactivate it there's nothing yeah. to deactivate. Yeah. Well, I have to deactivate the 60 gig that doesn't exist anymore. But then I'm going to have to just log in with Lou's account, log in with my mom's account, and <laughs> hope that those are the two that are actually <laughs> set up. Uh, all right. But once I get it straightened out, then it's straightened out, and I don't right. have to worry about it anymore. The, I, but, the, but the whole point of this is... Compared to even about a year and a half ago, it is a hundred yeah. times easier. Yeah, that's true. So, I applaud them for doing something right. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, uh, I guess I'll let people know what we're going to talk about this week. <laughs> so, uh, a bunch of new releases. Didn't, are we done? Uh, f- no. That the end of the show? Uh, no, Can we got a lot more to go, man. I did three hours last week on my own. Just saying. No, you didn't. Well, you just sat back and let other people talk. I heard about it. Shh. Don't pull back the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I talked. I did a couple of reviews and everything. I reviewed uh, When Vikings Attack and I reviewed Little Big Planet Carding. I worked. I worked, <sighs> man. I did the I did the new releases on my own. Come on. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So they're all screwed all up. Right. So this week, uh, news. Uh, well. New releases news, what we're playing, Extra Life. Uh, well, we already talked about the Extra Life stuff, so that's out of the way. Uh, review of Dokoro. Uh, review of Need for Speed Most Wanted on the PS3. Review of The Testament of Sherlock Holmes. And if Josh thinks about it during the break, maybe some emails. <laughs> really? Are we doing four hours tonight? <laughs> eh, maybe. We'll see. It's been a while, man. you gotta, you got to catch right. up. 
So, yeah. Holy yeah. shit, we're already at half an hour. All right. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We haven't even started the show yet. Oh, oh no. We, we, well, we started the show 20 minutes before we started recording, yo. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right. So, why is this November eighteenth and November? 12th? Well, I think What's the first on one here? is. I think it's because they're uh, coming out on the Wii as well. Or is that the day the Wii U comes out? A Sunday. That sounds like Nintendo. Yeah, but yeah. when is the release date for the Wii U? It's soon. No, that sounds like a Sunday. Yeah, that's probably that November eighteenth. Somebody they must guess. be just releasing all the games on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All that's right. what GameStop... So. These these are from GameStop.com, so if they're screwed up, it's GameStop's fault. Maybe if I put my power-up rewards code in, that would give me the correct new release information. <laughs> yeah, they only give that to the power-up rewards people because they're the people that matter. Sure. You're All the, you uh, other people that don't have power-up rewards card, you're scum. You're the that's elite. Right. You're the elite. I'm, yeah, I'm part of the part of the powerful people i'm part of the one percent now that's great great so now i gotta come occupy your front front lawn (laughs) yeah good luck yeah well i'll sit on the branch that fell oh exactly (laughs) another one might fall on you while you're there Eh, (laughs) i'm bulletproof i'm free okay so november 18th uh deadly wii u day whatever it is i don't i think the wii u comes out in december doesn't it no no it's November. It's coming, like, I think, on Sunday. Can't be. Yeah. Okay, you do that, and I'm going to look it up. Oh, yeah? yeah you Available? Right no, no, no. That We were right. Available, 11-18. Comes out in five days. See? Told you. Oh, that thing. All right. So, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform for thirty nine ninety nine, and Epic Mickey 2. For why is it fifty four ninety nine? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. That's a bizarre price. That it doesn't is. sound right. I'm gonna say it's fifty nine ninety nine. It says on the GameStop.com website fifty four ninety nine for PS3. <sighs> Did you confirm with Amazon? No, because Amazon always lies to us. Like every time no, I'm on they Amazon, they lie to you because you don't know how to use Amazon. Ah, <laughs> oh, that must be it. Yeah, I don't buy eight things from Amazon a day. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never on Amazon buying stuff. Never. Nope. Yeah. Okay. And then two days later on Tuesday, on November 20th, we have Family Guy Back to the Multiverse for Which I'm hearing good, I'm hearing good things about. Well, here's here's even funnier. Amazon has Epic Mickey 2 for 49.99. Aha. Which means by the Same. time that GameStop's lying to us. See, you need to do the new release stuff all the way through from now on because you have to put your power-up rewards card number in. Son of a bitch. You know just saying. <laughs> all right. So, Family Guy Back to the Multiverse coming. Uh, Rise of the Guardians. Isn't that that owl movie thing? No, that's, uh, that's Guardians of Gaul. Rise of the Guardians uh, is like the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and everybody else are going to save something. I don't know. It's animated. They're going to save Christmas? I don't know if it's Christmas or if they're going to save... I don't fucking know. They're going to save Yom Kippur? Kwanzaa. <laughs> Where's the Kwanzaa bot? <laughs> they're going to save Arbor Day. Yeah. Yay. Hey, it's Arbor Day. 
I don't know. Uh, well, that one's only thirty nine ninety nine. So thirty nine ninety nine to save Arbor Day. That sounds pretty. That's not bad. Pretty decent. Plant the tree. You know. Okay. Uh, then uh, PlayStation All Star. What is this? Some fighting game. I don't know. All Stars Battle Royale. I don't oh. know. I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever it is, it's fifty nine ninety nine, and if you buy that, you also get the Vita version for free. Or if you're just a lowly Vita owner who doesn't own a PS3 because you're weird, uh, <laughs> you can buy that for thirty nine ninety nine on its own. Indeed. But I would suggest that you just go for the $60 version because you may get a PS3 for Christmas, you weirdo. You never know. Yeah, they're going to be 200 bucks on Black Friday with like two games everywhere. These prices are getting ridiculously cool. I might, I might go buy one just out of principle. <laughs> well, I'd say the chaos of Black Friday, I would say just sit online and go to Amazon because they tend to price match everything. <laughs> or just go to Walmart at 8 o'clock on Thursday night because they're going to open early. Oh, yeah, because there won't be a line from Tuesday on waiting in front of Walmart. Eh, not up here. Well, yeah, up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up there. Eh. Yeah, okay. I'll just sit in front of my computer. I'm fine. Yeah, me too. Um, and then... Hitman Absolution fifty nine ninety nine, and there's a little this is coming out little already. mini hands on thing on the website. Uh, by the time this podcast is out, of course. Wait, yes. wait, something went up on our website. As far as you know, what? Just don't look at it for like another hour or two. This has been yeah, our, our website for there. the last five six days. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, but Hitman Absolution, uh, because of every, everything that's gone on, I, I'm so far behind. I feel bad about this. I'm so far behind on all the New York Comic Con coverage, and we talked about it on the podcast, but I only got one or two things written up, and then Extra Life hit, well, it's and not then like you haven't been a busy. hurricane hit, and then... Hurricane. Come on, it was a super storm. It wasn't a hurricane. Come on. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yes. Well, Drama actually, queen. that's right. Because if it was a hurricane, your insurance deductible is $13,000. And if it was <laughs> just a tropical storm, your insurance deductible is like 400 bucks. Ah, there you go. So they uh, that I did hear. And, I mean, it didn't matter for me, but I did hear that. And people were flipping out because when it crossed, when it hit land in New Jersey... It was tropical storm, and the Jersey governor and the New York governor were both all over the all over the news everywhere, saying, "All right, insurance companies, don't you fuck around. We're yeah. watching you." Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I will so. say, Governor Christie uh, kicks some major ass. That guy is impressive. Yeah. Why couldn't they well. put him in for president at the last second? Then I'd be happy with. <laughs> I didn't want either of the guys to win that were going for it, so I would I would have voted for that guy in a second. Uh, it's not. It doesn't matter who wins. They all just fight. They they all just work to get the other guy out, and nothing gets done. That's what politics has turned into in this country. I know. I don't want to talk about it. Well. Oh yeah, there was an election. <laughs> it was funny because I was, I was recording that night, and and we, I really didn't mention it all until uh, Lady Hawk came on and I came on and I said something, and then everybody in the chat's like, "Don't talk about politics." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, 
One more new release for next week. PS Vita gets Persona 4 Golden. Yeah, Golden. it's uh, reviewing really well right now on Metacritic. It's, it's getting a perfect 10 out of 10 out of three reviews. Uh, we should have a review up by the time that goes up. Golden man. He's a golden man. Gold There's finger. an obscure one. Yeah, no kidding. Nobody's going to get that one. We should have a contest for that. All right. Like if you if get that, figure out go what that's from. Golden man. He's a golden man. <laughs> <laughs> if what, what, what's the prize then? Like um, uh, a hearty handshake and laurel. A laurel yes. and hearty handshake <laughs> for our new Nick. <laughs> I just got the Mel Brooks collection on Blu-ray for twenty-six bucks. Nine Mel Brooks nice. movies. Yeah, yeah, I I got that thing a long time ago for about the same price. That was one of those Amazon deals that popped up at some point. Yeah, pretty awesome. But we do have um, uh, Persona Four Golden uh, for review already. We've had for a couple of weeks, so Eric will be putting that uh, review up. Hopefully, by the time the game comes out, he said he like dislocated his his uh, knee or something. But that would just mean that you would have more times for video games, right? Seriously, just I, saying. How does that stop you from playing a Vita game? Or yeah. Yeah, exactly. I use my knee or my Damn feet. Damn it. <laughs> Maybe he's a monkey. Maybe he uses his feet for the back touchpad. <laughs> no, that'd be Mark. I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's got the monkey feet. <clears throat> All right, I'm just going to give that one up because nobody's ever going to figure out what that reference was from. That is from one of the last episodes of Buck Rogers where they were on The Searcher. Indeed. Which, God, <laughs> that's your, that season sucked. <laughs> Yes, it did. It was so bad. Actually, I was talking to my friend about that last time he was up because I have the whole thing on the media server. Mm-hmm. And I said, dude, you you got to watch the vampire one because it's so bad. The space vampire <laughs> one's hilarious. Space vampire. And then, and then I did the golden man thing and he's like, what? I don't remember that. And I showed it to him. And we're watching it, and like the ADR is so oh, horrible. Yeah. Isn't his name Pygar? Uh, no. I thought it was... Because the kid is the older one. Like, yeah. They, it's like Benjamin Button. They age in reverse. Yeah. See, Benjamin Button is, that, is a ripoff of Buck Rogers, season two. <laughs> the kid is that annoying, annoying kid that yes. was in all that stuff in the 70s. Yes. Um, what happened to that kid? He probably died of but, auto asphyxiation or something. <laughs> this This whole scene... This whole scene where he's in a cage when they first capture him and they're all standing around him. The ADR is horrendous. Yeah, it's it, terrible. It's, it's, oh my gosh, it's one of the worst things I've ever heard. And the whole thing is just really bad. So it was the space vampire was actually when they were still on Earth, but then Golden Man and uh, all the little people that come yeah. on. And yeah. they're. And they're, think about the brain. Think oh, about the brain. It's like their version of, uh, one of us, one of us. Yeah. <laughs> and they they get they just about rape Wilma Deering in one of the scenes, which was the weirdest thing ever. They get yeah. her cornered in a room, and they're all going, off, think, off, think. And all That's her right, clothes are flying off. off. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. It was the weirdest thing ever <laughs> to be on up. a show that was pretty much aimed at kids in the 80s. <laughs> You know, it, it's so surprising that I didn't even realize that there were only two seasons until I bought the DVD set. Yeah. And that DVD set they, for so long was so expensive for two seasons of TV. 
But they had a lot. They did like twenty some episodes per yeah. season. I think it was twenty six so, per per season or something. Yeah, and it was <gasps> an hour long show, so it's a lot of content in there. But man, that searcher season sucked. Ah, oh, did it was it really, god really awful. Did. They couldn't get Mel Blanc back, or they fired him, or whatever. And they they had some crappy. It was they didn't yeah. even try to do Mel Blanc. They just did some <laughs> like it was some teamster. <laughs> oh. There was a teamster who got kicked in the nuts or something. It was yeah. such a weird voice. Yeah, that was terrible. God. Oh, oh well, there's your 80s reference for the week, show, kids. Buck <laughs> Rogers in the 25th century, a, a show that I would never miss when I was a kid. I would oh, plop yeah. myself in front of that TV religiously and watch that show. That and BJ well, and the Bear. That shows, that shows how desperate we were for any kind of sci-fi on TV back then. Well, you know, we had Battlestar Galactica around a little bit before that, I believe. And then... Um, yeah, Galactica was 78 because right after Star Wars. And yeah. they tried to... 20th Century Fox tried to sue Universal yep. over that. Well, and, then, and then remember, Apollo. which is available on Netflix, Jason from Star Command. Come on. <laughs> they said Apollo and Starbuck are just Luke and Han. It's yeah. just a ripoff. That's yeah. all it is. So stop production on that whole thing. <laughs> God. Yeah. The, on the good old days when uh, we were whimsical and didn't really give oh. a shit about anything. Dude. Disney. Lucasfilm. What's that? Disney and Lucas. Star Wars, yeah, yeah. We didn't even get to talk about that. We didn't get to talk about anything for the last two weeks because you you oh just ran crap. off. Use some yeah. storm thing as an excuse, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's actually pretty uh, cool. I, I was really bothered by it for a long time, but um, I I've, I've professed many a time I like the prequels overall. I mean, obviously, I didn't like the kid in in the first one, and yes, Jar Jar was ridiculous, but I really liked it because I finally got to see. The story that I that I talked about to all my nerd friends for so many years, where Obi Wan actually defeats Anakin and he becomes Vader, yeah. and I'm telling you, I I was like a little girl when when that fight was going on. I was there with my 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 buddy Rock and his old college roommate Bart, and and we'd always go to wherever Bart lived to see these movies, and I was like grabbing Bart's arm, like yeah, it's happening, it's happening. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I was just giddy. So I. I really like the prequels. I still watch them on Blu-ray. I do. I, I, I like them. But the cool thing is, I think that <clears throat> if they get the right script writer, which it's a little scary because the guy writing the script wrote some, what did he write, like 500 Days of Summer or something? It was, it's, I don't know. The script writer they're talking about, uh, I'm a little worried, but it's exciting. It's, it, it's interesting. I mean, Disney's done some really cool stuff with Marvel, although... Marvel really hasn't had their hands in a lot of these movies being made. They they bought all the Marvel stuff after all this stuff was in motion. So, but yeah, that's the thing. I but even with all that stuff, Disney seems. I mean, they've seen the success of the Avengers films, all the yes. all the Marvel films there, and I think they get it. You know, they say, you know what? Let's just kind of stay hands off here and just rake in the money. <laughs> just let them do their thing. Yeah. You know, I what I would like to see is a lot of those stories, you know, a lot of the expanded universe stuff become, whether it's a cartoon or whether it's a live action movie or whatever they do with it, especially like the Admiral Thrawn trilogy, which was like and, the and big one. Everybody was hoping that'd be the next movies and it's not. Yeah. 
Because I, I, right away, that everybody's like, awesome. oh, the Admiral Thrawn stuff. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So right away, I was disappointed. I'm like, no, come on, Disney? <laughs> uh, that really would be cool. But be awesome. I did hear somewhere that uh, I think everybody said they were open to doing it. Like Mark, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, all the big ones said, yeah, we're, we're open to come back and, and do the next movie. Yeah. Which would be cool. I think it'd be great, you know, if if maybe they're at the Jedi Academy, like some of the, you know, the the games that came out later on, and uh, you know, if if they reopen the Jedi Academy, and you know, Luke Skywalker's running all that, and it would be really cool. And if they could kind of go on those stories, I mean, there's a lot of books out there to to come from, and a lot of those books, you know, really kind of follow canon a little bit, and and there, there's definitely a lot of possibilities. So, and and the thing is, they got ILM too, and they got Skywalker. I mean, they got the whole deal. They got everything, yeah. And these people know yeah. what they're doing when it comes to this stuff. So it's it's exciting. I mean, Disney's really made a turnaround. For I, I think if it was Disney ten years ago, I would have flipped out. I would have said, "Well, the series is dead. Yeah, it's just dead." But they they've really made a turnaround, and and they're doing some interesting stuff. And I, I think it's cool. It, it took me a while to warm up to it. it. Took me about a day to warm up to it. Uh, I do love, like, I went to FARC, and I think there was some stuff on Reddit, like the one time I've ever checked Reddit, but, you know, where Vader is uh, kneeling in front of the Emperor, and it's Mickey Mouse, and <laughs> there's been some awesome pictures. <laughs> yes, my master. Uh, yeah. And it was even Actually, better because South Park did, I don't know if you saw the latest South oh, Park. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, my yeah. God, was that awesome. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I want to part on a new that. movie. I want to be <laughs> Eric Skywalker. Oh, is that all you want, Paul? <laughs> I've got TIE fighters coming out my ass. <laughs> oh my God. He gives him a tauntaun and a, and a laser. <laughs> to come back. That, was awesome. that was great. Yeah. I was dying on that episode. So yeah. no, I, I, I think it's really cool. And, and, um, you know, I'm a little concerned about kind of the game stuff because they had that bounty hunter game coming, uh, with, with Boba Fett. And, you know, I don't know how this is going to get affected. I, hopefully it doesn't affect anything, but, uh, it sounded like that game was, I can't remember what the name of it was, like, I want to say Dust 514, but that's not it. Um, oh, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the one that like Brian got to CD3. Yeah. 47 or some weird number, yeah. or whatever it was. So I'm interested that, to see what's going on that with that. coming to consoles? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I just, I heard about it and I never really paid too much attention to it because it was so far out. And No, it was PC and consoles. Okay. Yeah, so I mean... It's interesting, and, and uh, you know, obviously Disney's got the money right now, so they're they're doing well, and they've got Pixar, yeah. which, just think of that, Pixar doing an animated Star Wars film? Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. So I, I really hope that's kind of in the in the cards for later on, because, oh my God, would that be amazing. But, you know, see, actually, that, that brings up a good point. I wonder if they're going to be as cool about things, because Disney is notorious for for their uh, control over IP that they own. Right. And and things like that. Now, I wonder if they're going to be as cool as Lucas was with people doing parody and things like that, like Robot Chicken yeah, and Family Guy and all that. Well, even a lot of the fan stuff. I mean, Lucas allowed yeah. a lot of fan films to happen with, with their yeah. assets. And who knows if he built that into the into the contract? I mean, they they said he's staying on as a quote unquote consultant on the new movies and all that, but um, that was something that I was thinking about because if you watch like uh, the, what is it, the People versus George Lucas and all the fan films they even kind of reference in there, and 
he has been really, really cool, especially the last 15 years, probably. I mean, look at Fanboys. The movie Fanboys? Yeah. I mean, it's just tons of Star Wars assets. And I'm wondering if Disney, yeah, I think you make a great point. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. If I don't know if maybe he built something into the deal or not, but I kind of doubt it. I think he just handed over, handed over the keys and said, here you go. Here you go. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's good that he's staying on as a consultant. I know everybody was like, uh, but but what he did, and he made a mess of the, the prequels. You know but that world came out what? of his brain, though. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's good as. It. All right. There's the a reason that Empire was so good. He didn't direct yes, it. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, and but the prequels, he was beginning to end every last. You know, he directed, he wrote it, he did everything. Right. These. He has a, you know, he, he's just there to guide and to do whatever, but somebody else is going to write it. Somebody else is going to direct it. And I mean, yeah, look at Empire yep. for guidance. Well, I like Jedi too. I don't care what people say about the Ewoks. I like Jedi. I like Jedi. I like, dude, I love that whole trilogy. I love yeah. those movies. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, I really like the prequels. There was some cool shit in those prequels. I just didn't like the whole. There were things I, I, I have problems with. I mean, the whole uh, uh, Padme dying after she has the kids because her heart's broken? Come on. <laughs> it's yeah, a little melodramatic. Kind of dumb. Yeah, kind of stupid. But still, I mean, you get to see Anakin and Kenobi have this amazing battle that the entire series hinges on. I mean, when you grow up like Josh and I did with the first movies, I mean, that's one of my first memories is seeing the original Star Wars in the theater. And and. Something I grew up with, and I think that's why a lot of us at our age have such a love for the for the series and for the world and for yeah. the universe. So, it, to me, I mean, you know, I'd read a few of the books, which I'm not a big book reader. I just don't like, I don't, I don't take the time to read a book. But I read a few of the Star Wars books, and I remember vividly, like, talking to my friends, like, oh, man, yeah, apparently, like, Kenobi does all this to them. They, you know, like, once they were friends, and Kenobi takes them out, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> as soon as those prequels were, like, the first time they, they announced those prequels, I, I remember talking to Bart and talking to Adam. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. We're going to see him become Vader. And then we got to see him go, no. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't have that big of a problem with no, by the way. I just like making fun of like everybody else. I didn't at first. I mean, it's funny because like even when they re-released uh, the original movies uh, before, you know, that was that was part of the bankroll of Episode One yeah. was to re-release the other ones and get people out to the theaters and spending more money and let's just use that to bankroll Episode One. Um, when we saw. I think it was it was either Empire or Jedi. I can't remember which one it was. Um, <laughs> and it was Jedi. Uh, and Darth Vader uh, is talking to the Emperor, and he's like, my son is here. And he's like, how do you know? And he's I felt him. <laughs> and, and it's quiet, and the whole theater, like half the theater starts going... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just loses it. Because we're all children. I'm like, I... I never put that line together in that way <laughs> until just then. <laughs> it was so funny. But, you know, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually very excited for it because we're going to get another Star Wars. That's the big We're going to get a lot of Star Wars. I mean, they're yeah. like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And everybody's like, oh, my God, there's going to be a whole Star Wars thing at Disney World now. Yeah, I mean. It, there is it, already. That, well, there were Star Tours and there was. Um, yeah. 
Captain I, Neo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, no, but see, that's the thing. Everybody is like, oh, there's going to be a whole... But you know what? My, my friend, my buddy, who... I mean, he's the one that comes up. He, he and I have been playing with our Star Wars stuff since yeah. we met each other in second grade. I mean, that's how we met. Um, so yeah, all, my, all mine got stolen. Oh, I yeah. still have all mine in the attic. Um, I hate you. With the original boxes that came in. Yeah, I had all that uh, stuff, too. And then uh, we, were, we lived in a trailer for six months. And my stepdad put it underneath the trailer because my room was so small. And somebody in the trailer park, that's why I love the trailer park so much. So in the trailer park stole all of it from under the trailer. <sighs> yeah. My, my slave one that my mother took me to Kmart to buy. I still remember going to buy it. My millennium Falcon, my death star playset, my, oh, I uh, love that thing. Yep. My snow speeder that I got for Christmas when I was in Kansas city for Christmas, all of it, X-wing, tie fighter, tie fighter, bomber, everything gone. Stole it <sighs> all. Messed up. Yeah. All in their boxes. Yeah. Well, he took his kids down to Disney last year, and it was Star Wars Day or whatever was going on. But I, everywhere you turned, it was Star Wars all over the park. And wow. his son is named Luke. Oh, nice! Yeah, he actually did that. Um, and he was—he kept saying, like, when when the kid was born, he kept saying that, uh, you know, I just did that so that one day I could say, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> Does he feed him blue milk too? <laughs> <laughs> but like his son got picked, you know, to go do the Jedi training thing, and he was up there, and of course hmm. Darth Vader comes out, and you know he fought him and did all, did the whole thing, and he just thought it was awesome watching that all that. Awesome. And I'm like, see, Star Wars is down there already. It's not like it doesn't exist at Disney. Well, yeah, but now they'll have like an official permanent thing at the at the theme parks. They think, or even maybe a separate Star Wars theme park. Now you never know. I mean, that would be kind of cool. That would. Be, I'd actually go actually because I have a real big thing. I I've been to Disney World. And I've been to Disneyland and everything. But at my age now, I'm like, I don't want to go. I mean, this is just no. I'm not going to do that. But now if they do a Star Wars one, I'll fucking go. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely go. Just saying. Just saying. So we got some news items, you know. Or do we get, do we, is, did if anything we else any happen? Last <laughs> We're never going to get through this damn show. <laughs> I know. That's fine. <clears throat> People like the long shows, apparently. Oh, yeah. It's funny because there was a thread on NeoGAF, like somebody asking about, um, are there any gaming podcasts that aren't two hours? I'm like, well, I guess we're out. <laughs> yeah. Well, this first new one, I forgot to load up the sad Hulk music, so I'll have to, I'll have to add it in post. But, uh, yeah, came out a couple of days ago. Our very good friend and one of the people responsible for making us successful in, in many ways because uh, he was the one that really helped PS Nation out in terms of just getting us started with uh, a relationship with Sony. Uh, our friend Jeff Rubenstein has left PlayStation. He uh, got a new gig. He hasn't said where he's going yet, but uh, he got a new gig. Um, after five years, he's left Sony, and I am seriously depressed about it. He's a great friend of mine. I will still keep in contact with him as much as I can, and uh, yeah, I, I really depressed about this because uh you know like i said he i got in contact with him way long time ago probably after about six months of us doing this and he really is the person that got us in contact with public relations worked with us on you know how to deal with them and and really kind of 
he, he really fostered us through those first like year or two and um you know nothing but appreciation for the man so very sad i'm very sad that's my, that's my philly boy i, I yeah I be upset. yeah I, yeah. I've hung out with him at a number of events and talked to him and everything, and he's great. He's just, he's a really easygoing, very likable guy. You know, he's very friendly to every single person he meets. He he does everything he can to help people out. He's he's just been great. So yeah, so yeah, kind of sucks that he's very gone. yeah, very much sucks. But uh, he does have a new gig lined up. Uh, he left of his own accord. So I made sure to ask him that right away. I'm like, what? Because of all the PR stuff that happened in San Diego and everything, I was a little worried. But, uh, yeah, he's got a new thing lined up. He hasn't announced it yet. And, uh, you know, obviously we'll probably find out very soon. But uh, best of luck to, to Jeff. I mean, like I said, if it weren't for him, I don't think we'd be nearly as as successful as we've been. So, yeah, totally bites. Good guy. One of my favorite people in the, in the industry, honestly. So this next one, though, a little bit happier, especially for two hands, Revy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this doll, we're, they're going to have to like cover it in shrink wrap for him because this thing's going to get messy. Oh, that's creepy. Uh, but true. <laughs> uh, the Tomb Raider, uh, the new Tomb Raider game that's coming, which is also mm-hmm. part of that hands on that's on the website right now. Go over there. PSNation.org. Mm. Uh, yeah. Tomb Raider Collector's Edition is coming and it's a yeah. hundred bucks of course and it's got a lara croft figurine oh boy nice. revy hands eight off <laughs> even revy can handle eight inches yeah and when he of messes Lara-Croft. up when he when he gets the hands on her all sticky i don't know <laughs> uh, from candy or whatever uh-huh. uh it comes Chocolate. with Three sets of extra hands, so you know he can just switch them out. <laughs> <laughs> the GI Joe Kung Fu grip. Oh, yeah. It's, oh. Uh, see, you know, I was looking at this, and at first I thought, yeah, I want that because I like, you know, I've got Cole and I've got Nathan Drake and I've got the Hellgast, and I, I like these things. It's kind of cool, but Me too. that's the only thing in here that I care about besides the game and I'm not spending 40 bucks extra just for the figure. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> well, you get a soundtrack CD. Come on. Well, yeah, that, but even that's only Raider like 10 soundtrack. songs. That's true. Which, you know, I, I like soundtrack CDs. I like the figures. I like a book with it. Even if it's like a miniature book, I like a book with it. Yeah. And this has a poster, which I'm never going to hang anywhere. No. It's got a 5x7 lithograph, which yeah. I'm never going to look at. Yeah. Um, Plus the shot that the, sur- that's in the lithograph is really boring. Yeah. And a survival tin, which, Ooh. what am I going to do with that? Uh, uh, you're going to put stuff in there that you want to survive. It's probably going to go in the box with Nathan Drake's thing and with uh, the God of War Pandora's box somewhere in the attic. Yeah. Um, It's got a soundtrack CD and then, of course, a bunch of DLC things. And a map. Like the weapons pack DLC and, yay, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll wait until it's about 60 bucks on Amazon or 50 bucks or whatever because they made 50 million of them and only sold 10. No, no, they only made 49 million. Yeah. You know, it because is funny, and it's kind that. of telling, though, because we always see, I mean, you and I talk a lot about how we see a lot of those collector's editions cheaper. Yep. I still, everywhere I see that Uncharted 3 collector's edition, it's still 100 bucks everywhere I go. Yeah, that one still, that hold, held its value. But a lot of the other ones, they they make way too many of them. They're out there, and within six months or so, They've dropped in price. They'll show up on Amazon cheaper. They'll show up in Best Buy cheaper. You know, sure, they, sure. They all end up dropping in price, and they, they never run out of them. So I'll, True. I think I'll wait on this one. 100 bucks. <laughs> Eesh. Well, uh, by the time know. everybody listens to this, I'm sure they've all been to GameStop or Best Buy or wherever else they buy video games at midnight to pick up the biggest game in video gaming history this month. Uh, it might be <laughs> Black Ops 2 is coming out tonight, uh, actually a couple hours after we record this. Uh, make sure you might want to you know, go read the new security and enforcement policy that's out for Black Ops 2 because, uh, as I've mentioned before, you can now live stream directly from the game out to YouTube. We, you know, we've had that actually up on the website. Surprise! Uh, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, they say any user who is found to have offensive or unauthorized content in their live stream is subject to penalty, uh, Treyarch Worms. Offensive content includes but is not limited to foul language oh i'd be boned uh racially charged language and nudity uh how the wait a second wait all right wait a second (laughs) all right first off this is this game is rated m isn't it yes it is okay so why can't you have foul language there's foul language in the game itself Yes, there is. But there's okay, not racially so, charged language, so I'm sure if well, you no, call somebody I, whitey. Yeah, I get that. Hey, I don't whitey. get the nudity thing, though. <laughs> nice hat. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get the nudity thing, though. Does it uh, Does it allow you to use the camera, too? I, I don't Yeah, oh, that man, I don't I, get either. How are you going to get nudity Don't take on your clothes there. off your character, I guess, because he looks like a Ken doll with no genitals. Uh, unauthorized okay, so, content. But, but wait a second. Okay. So if I'm playing the game and the characters are going fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, then uh, I, I'm already in violation of this. I don't know. Because I streamed a part of the game where the character said foul language. Well, see, that's the weird part, because does this only cover <laughs> live streaming if you use their live streaming that goes to YouTube? Or is it also like if I'm on our Twitch TV page... And Ooh. I say a swear because guess what? I'm known to do that when I'm playing a video game and I get screwed. Does that count on me too? I don't get it. Hmm. Yeah. And that, that's the other thing that I don't get this next part of it. Oh, I love Well, no I, I think this is from the fact that a lot of people, and this happens a lot, people put their phone right next to their microphone and they blast really shitty music just to annoy everybody yeah. else. I get but, the uh, shitty music, but I don't get TV shows, yeah, movies, I, and brand logo. How are well, you getting a brand logo into the know. game? It must it must support your camera. Okay, so you can't wear a shirt that says PS Nation on it, or you can't. Well, wear no, no, a shirt no, no. You can do that. Coca-Cola. You have permission to wear a PS Nation shirt. But we're, you can't find a shirt that. that says Coca Cola, so you have to take off your shirt, and then you're nude, and then you're violating that one. And then, well, <laughs> no how the fuck what? are you supposed to play you're just, this you're game? You're screwed right away, no matter what. Yeah, if, if, if you wear anything and, or you take it off, you're, you're boned. You're, you're going to get banned. 
So basically, yeah, wrap yourself in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> as long as that blanket doesn't have any logos or uh, brand names on it. Yeah, wrap yourself in a generic covers blanket, your stuff a sock in your mouth, and play the game <laughs> streaming to YouTube, and you're good to go. Make sure your ankles are covered. But don't play the parts where the guys on screen curse, because then you're going to get in trouble, apparently. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, if, if you go to the full uh, list of, of the whole policy, holy crap. I mean, it's just, well, you know, they go after you for boosting, glitching, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, offensive emblems. I guess you can make up your own emblems. So I guess if... <laughs> the flying penises. <laughs> <laughs> that's not offensive. I don't know what your problem is. That's not a is. penis. That's a dildo. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. This makes yeah. no sense. For an M, the game is rated M. I agree. I, well, speaking of which, uh, I was in a different GameStop uh, because I was trying to find a game that the other GameStop didn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midway Arcade Origins, actually. And oh, I yeah. Pick it up. I have that but here, in, but I haven't played it yet. I'm in a different GameStop picking up Midway Arcade Origins, and some nine-year-old is there with his dad. And they're standing there waiting for somebody. And he looks over. He's like, oh, I got to pre-order that. That What is it? Grand Theft Auto Five. He's like, oh, okay. What? Like, really? The nine-year-old is getting Grand Theft Auto uh, Five. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> so have you caught up on the GTA Five stuff? Not really. A bunch I, of news came out there today. There was a lot of stuff. I heard, yeah. I heard a lot of stuff came out. I heard it's bigger than all of the other Grand Theft Autos combined. The map is five times map bigger wise. than anything they've done. Uh, some story elements came out today. Which means where... it's a quarter of the size of Just Cause 2. Thank you very much. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be more detailed than Just Cause 2 or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's going to kind of cross-pollinate with um, Nico from GTA 4. Uh, okay. you're a gangster cool. from the East coast and you move out to their version of Los Angeles and you're trying to get out of the life and you get pulled back into it. So every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. <laughs> yeah, I did hear some of this stuff and yeah. I heard the PS2 versions all live in their own separate universe and the, you know, the new versions, the new generation versions are their own separate universe. So you won't see characters from them crossing over. Right. I did get that much. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm still, I'm pretty interested in the game. So I, I, after Red Dead Redemption, I'm I'm very intrigued because GTA 4, I couldn't get into the story, but uh, Red Dead Redemption was definitely a step in the right direction. And yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for GTA 5 to check it out. Well, I, I was actually enjoying GTA 4 and I was getting into the story and I was going with it, but... You know what it's like for somebody like me. <laughs> and the problem, the problem there, and I understand that this is gone from GTA Five, yeah. was your freaking phone every five minutes saying somebody, you know, yep. pick me up. Let's go do this. Let's go shoot darts. Let's go. Let's go do this. Let's go do. That. It's just yep. fucking leave me because I couldn't say no. Because same thing with Arkham City. With those goddamn games. Yeah, it was the yeah. same thing that I got in Arkham City, and that's why I was getting a little upset. Yeah. And that's why I stopped Arkham City. I I loved the shit out of Arkham Asylum. And Arkham City, about 45 minutes in, an hour in, I got sick of that. And I stopped playing. And I'd never gone back to it. And I, yeah. I want to finish it. But 
I, I can't do that when somebody's tugging at me all the time. It's a big open world that I'm supposed to be able to play in, like Just Cause 2. <laughs> and I've got somebody bugging my ass all the time to go do something. And I don't want to do it. I want to do my own thing. And sure. if I go do it, then I'm completely lost as to what I was doing. I'm completely sidetracked. And I've, I've lost all momentum in the game. And I just give up. Well, so. that's what was so dangerous for me in Dishonored when I was playing it. Because, again, you could kind of do your own thing. Like, you're on a mission? Sure. But there's nothing that says you have to get that mission done right away. So all of a sudden I pulled that beating heart out. I'm like, oh, there's a rune. Oh, there's another rune. Oh, there's something to do. All of a sudden, five hours later, I'm still on the first mission. And then I got scared. (laughs) (laughs) And I started shaking. Uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's... Well, I mean, they've said that all that stuff is gone. uh, Right. For... For what Grand Theft Auto Five? So, right. Josh hopefully, it's going to be that much better. It's going to be fun. Saw another rumor that uh, Just Cause Three was going to be on next gen consoles, and then like an hour later, I saw it that oh no, it's coming up for the current consoles. I'm like Jesus Christ, people! <laughs> At this point, everybody's just guessing. Yeah, they are. Everybody <laughs> is guessing, and I think it's going to be like Just Cause was. Um, yeah. Just Cause came out. Uh, it was on PS2, Xbox, and Xbox 360. Um, but I think that's going to be problematic. I think it'll be great if it's on this generation of consoles because they have an engine that works that's pretty freaking phenomenal for what they did for it. I, I haven't seen any game that can do what, what that game does right. in terms of scale and and everything else that goes on there. But the first the first wave of titles the first year of titles essentially on the new consoles is just crappy compared to year two three and four and on completely agree that's why god war 2 is better on the ps2 exactly i you know everybody's saying i want god of war day one on ps4 i want new uncharted day one on ps no you don't you really really don't Because they're not anywhere near as good as they would be a year or two later. Right. When people start figuring out the hardware. I mean, the one exception I will say to this, I liked the original Resistance better than I liked Resistance 2. I think everybody did. because of the story. <laughs> huh? I think everybody did. I mean, Resistance yeah. 2 was, I mean, it, you know, it had better effects, et cetera, et cetera. But I thought that, I agree. I think the tor- the, the story was a lot tighter and... and it was just more fun to play, but I still contend. I, I still think Resistance Three was the best out of the three. I think the pacing mm. in Resistance Three was perfect. Uh, the the graphics, the effects, uh, the story, uh, just everything about it, I thought was way tighter than the first two. But of course, the best in the series was Burning Skies. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> Ouch! Hey, uh, platinum! Yay! <laughs> That wasn't. That's my first platinum ever. That's my only platinum. Yeah. See, I got one of these. I, I haven't been able to do this for a couple of weeks. Yay! Anyway. Uh, well, do we want to do what we're playing after the break or now? Since you didn't do any emails. Um, you know what? Let's just do it now. Where? Are okay, we? that's now fine. We're, uh, oh, we're yeah, we're just over now. That's fine. Well, why don't you start us off? Since it's been a while since we've heard from you. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. I. I'm cutting some stuff down. I'm just trying to get through this because I do. There's some stuff that I do want to really talk about. Um, okay. 
Don't I, cut things out. We haven't talked for a while, so obviously there's right. things to talk about. All right, all right. Uh, all right, then. I turned on the 360. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I forget why originally. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you bump into the controller? <laughs> turned on. <laughs> no, I... I maybe with all the hype around Halo 4, I was like, you know what? I haven't played any of the Halo games in a while. I said, you know what? I don't think I ever played because I did wait until it got cheap somewhere. I picked up the Halo Anniversary Edition, which is Mm. like their HD remake of it. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to see how that looked compared to all the HD remakes Sony's been doing. Yeah. Um, So I played that. Uh, for a couple hours and you know I don't know I mean it's still it's hard to it looks like the PC version that I played way back in the day when it came out yeah kind of that's the thing with it like the the movement in Halo the character movement for all of them that's just the way it was and it's funny to compare that against God of War which came out at the same time and how fluid the movement is there and how stiff the movement is in Halo. Right. Um, but none of that mattered because, I mean, without Halo, you don't have Xbox 360 in anywhere near the position it's in right now. True. And that's the game that carried that. If they didn't have that, they wouldn't be where they are. True. Uh, and I know you're not a big well, fan. Well, and Blink's the cat. Like, yeah, yes. Um <laughs> But I do like the Halo games. I actually do enjoy them. Uh, I finished the first game. I went all the way through the first game. You know, halfway in and then all the way brutal. back. Yeah. I beat the first game on the PC. I gave it its fair due. And I don't like it. And I bought Halo 2. I bought into the fucking hype and I bought Halo 2. <laughs> actually, I liked Halo 2 a lot. That was actually kind of cool. See, I did, um, as a first-person shooter player... I just don't like how that game plays. It's sloppy. It's I just don't like it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. I just don't like the movement. I don't like the controls. I don't like the feel. I just don't like it. That's all there yeah. is to it. Um, but that's the thing. They all have a different feel. And remember, like, see, I, I kind of liked it i i got the idea of it you know you're the super soldier and you've got the armor and everything and you can jump higher and run faster and do all those things that's you know you're bionic man in armor essentially (laughs) (laughs) but without the bionics um so i enjoyed it i enjoyed the story i just loved the ring world of halo in the start because i've seen that image in sci-fi paintings and drawings since I was sure. a child and sure. I've always wanted to see and I just fell in love with that. You know, that's that's one of those things that's been in my brain forever since I was a kid and now I could play around in that world and it just well, flipped me out. I was just like, go play oh, Vanquish this then. is amazing. Huh? Well, just yeah, play that's the same thing. You know, Vanquish, <laughs> I, I freaking love Vanquish for just that reason. You know, it's the same thing. You're in that badass ring world. Um, but, you know, I did enjoy the stories. I never got through Halo 3. I didn't finish it because of the fucking flood. Fucking hate uh, the yeah. flood. I got That's to that the one thing point I really hated about the first game. When, when I got to that yeah. point, I said, really? Now they're just, like, trolling me. <laughs> 
Yeah, it did feel like that. I I actually I appreciated that because in a lot of those games, you get to the you get to whatever point, and then there's a cutscene, and hey, you're back on the ship. Yeah. And this actually made you get all the way back to the ship, which I thought was cool, but they really did make it a bit monotonous and ridiculous getting back there. Um, but, you know, that's whatever. Uh, the other thing I never understood, uh, the way the warthogs drive Ugh. is one of the most obnoxious control schemes ever. Yes. And actually, that's in... What game is that? The Borderlands 2, yeah, but it's so much tighter in Borderlands 2 and it actually works. Yeah. It is so loose and and there's it's like the the Warthog is a blow up like you you actually got there with a hose and you blew the thing up because <laughs> when you hit something and it bounces and it flips and it's all yeah. it really feels like a balloon. Yeah. It, it has no weight to it whatsoever. I used to curse um, those damn Warthogs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's frustrating because all of that is still the same. All they did was put a shiny coat of paint on it, like they did with a lot of the, the HD remakes. Uh, and, yeah. But uh, it looks nice. It looks really nice, which is kind of cool. I didn't mess around with it because I understand that you can just flip a switch and flip it back to the old and flip it to the new and flip it back to which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, Some other games so do that, see too. It both ways. Yeah. Um, but I didn't mess with any of that. I was just playing for a little bit. And I was like, wow, this isn't as hard as I remember it being at first. But I was also exploring every last little nook and cranny in the ring world. Because it's a <laughs> you- freaking ring world. <laughs> <laughs> and this time I didn't have to do that. Oh, geez. So, uh, and uh, the <laughs> uh, dubbed by the press Sony Halo Killer Killzone. Uh, Killzone HD, the original. Yeah, uh, I've been playing that too. Uh, what a disappointment. I'm, I told you how bad the original Killzone was, and you wouldn't listen no. to me. No, it's I terrible. It plays like shit. No, I knew how bad the original Killzone was. I didn't expect them to just do a minor HD upgrade and yeah. walk away from it. I was it's, hoping it's sloppy that too. they were going to fix some stuff. Yeah. I was hoping that they were going to do some stuff. And, I mean, there's obvious places that could be fixed in that game. And there's obvious problems with that game. And with the bigger hardware and the better hardware, I didn't think they'd just slap a minor coat of HD paint on it and say, good to go, and put it out the door. I thought they would do more. It's the same bad audio. It's not resampled at all. It's... Yeah, um, It still has that stupid screen shake to try to add, like, some kind of drama to it. It's... I mean, it, yeah, it's better visuals, kind of. Well, it's better visuals, yeah, but it it's is. nothing it's like the other visuals. HD remakes we've had. And that's the thing. It's, it's, it's more clear. Yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. It's it's very, very incredibly disappointing. It is. And I wish, you know, what might be cool, maybe they should do this. They should do a Kickstarter campaign <laughs> to do... The original Killzone, redo the entire thing on the Killzone 3 engine. Even the Killzone 2 engine would be fine. Uh, Killzone 2 engine, yeah, but I don't think they're working with that one anymore. I think they're... Well, they're not know, working with the Killzone 3 engine anymore. Well, that's true. But yeah. whatever. You know, to rebuild the game, new assets and everything, same story, same everything, same 
settings, just yeah. build them in the new engine and make them look fucking <sighs> badass God. and make it a game. Because could you imagine that story oh, and that game? Yes. In Killzone two or three? Yes, engine? that's what Holy I want. Crap. <laughs> Do a Kickstarter. I mean, whatever you have to do to fund it to make that game, that's the game I want. I want that game in a better engine with a stable frame rate and better audio and everything else because it's a good story and it's, it's, oh, I want it. Yeah. I want it. I want it. I want it. I do too, but I, and for 15 bucks, wow. It's, I bought it. Yeah. 15 bucks is ridiculous for that game. I mean, because I wanted it. Because I, you know, I did play through the entire game on the PS2. Yeah. Because I wanted to see the story and I wanted to see what it was all about. And I love the story. You know, I I do. But it's got its problems. And the problems are still kind of there in this HD version, which was a big letdown to me. I, I was really kind of bummed about that. When I, I was too. It. And the thing is, I was sitting here playing it the other night, and I just kept playing and playing. I'm like, this has got to get better. And I just kept playing. I'm like, man, this is just, it's so sloppy. And it's just, there's no oomph to anything. And there's just, uh, I was getting so frustrated. Yeah. But I'm pretty far I mean, in the game. I'm actually probably at least halfway through. Within the first five minutes when I shot a guy and he dropped down to the mm-hmm. ground and his one leg was flipping around up in the air, I'm like, oh, they didn't even, oh, come on. And the thing is, how they do the heat vision is so damn good. And yeah. it's uh, there's so much promise, but eh. So, yeah, Idle Minds, the uh, people behind Pain and also the people that worked originally on Warrior's Lair, they're the ones that did the HD remake. They should never be able to do that again. <laughs> Just, yeah. Damn it. I, I agree. Mean, uh, but you know, that was probably the mandate. I'm sure that, well, I'm sure that was the mandate. Look, you're not really getting any money for this. All you're going to do is HD it. Don't fix anything. Don't change anything. Don't touch anything. Just make it look pretty. Go. Yeah, exactly. Keep all the gameplay elements. Yeah. And that's about it. Which is a shame, because... I know. Hey, you mentioned uh, uh, Kickstarter. I want to bring something up really quick that I forgot to put in the news. You might not even heard about this. I think I saw you might have posted somewhere, because I got an email about it. Yeah, so there's something pretty cool here. Um, There's a group of developers that are doing, I think, four or five different games, and they're calling themselves Sports Friends. Um they're doing a Kickstarter for a PSN bundle of all these different little games. Um, one of them is called Johann Sebastian, Sebastian Joust. And this is something that I didn't know about. And uh, Chris and I and Brian went down to the... There's a little indie thing at E3 every year down in that corner between the two halls. And all of a sudden I see all these people standing in a circle and they've all got move controllers. And I'm looking around and I'm like, what the hell are these people doing? And they're basically trying to, like, knock the, the move control out of their hands and all this other stuff. And I'm like, what is going on? And Chris knew a little bit about it and it kind of explained it to me. So this is a game that, that originally it's just on the PC, but it works with the move controllers. And they want to bring this to PS3. But the funny part about it is nothing happens on the screen. So what you're doing is, like, you, I think you can do up to, like, seven or eight players <clears throat> on this Johan uh, Sebastian Joust. And what you're doing is it's a physical game. So you have the move controller. Each one's got a different color, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And what you're trying to do is move around 
and grab your opponent's move controller and jostle it so they get knocked out of the game. So it's almost like it's almost kind of virtually you trying to balance something on the end of like a stick or something. And it's all kind of based around music and we watched it for about 10, 15 minutes and I was just astounded by it. I'm like, this is so cool. Well, now they're trying to bring it to the PS3 again, no graphics or anything, but it'll work through the PS3. And along with that are, uh, it's actually four games in total. Um, and a lot of these just from like a single developer, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so the other games are, uh, I gotta find these, uh, Barabari bar, bar, Ball. Uh, there's also Super Pole Riders. <laughs> I love that nice. name. Uh, which is like pole vaulting and stuff like that. And then uh, Hakura, which is a two versus two minimalistic sports game. So all these really unique little titles bundled into one pack. They're doing a Kickstarter until the end of the month. I am. This is the first Kickstarter I will ever have ever backed. And it's up on the PlayStation blog. Just look for Sports Friends as one word. It's all over Twitter as well. Uh, this is something that uh, really got pushed by, uh, uh, like, uh, the, the folks over at, like, Shane Bettenhausen and those guys over at Sony. And um, really unique idea. Very cool. And, you know, obviously you're going to get the games when it comes out. But if you donate a little bit more, you get alphas way before the game comes out and all kinds of cool stuff. And I think you also get the PC versions of this once it all comes out. So, Really neat. Like I said, I've never backed a Kickstarter before. This one I'm backing as soon as I get paid this week. So uh, I really think everybody needs to go out there and check this out because not just because it's like, you know, indie developers trying to do something, but there's some really cool games and especially that Johan Sebastian Joust. I'm hoping that one of the alphas I'll get by the time MGC rolls around so we can try it because it's really, really cool. Uh, I, I was just blown away by it when I saw that at E3. So check it out. We'll put a link up for it, too. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Move along. <laughs> you just said Kickstarter. I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> uh, I played a bunch of One Piece Pirate Warriors. Ah, yes. And it's fun. <laughs> it's a neat how, how far have you gotten? Have you gotten to that big castle in the sky yet? Uh, no. no. So, you haven't I done haven't the escort it. mission yet? No, I haven't had oh. a chance to play a ton of it yet, but oh, okay. it's gorgeous. It's it is. It's a beautiful game. And, yeah. you know, I haven't played enough to really do the review yet. That's why I held off and I'm doing the other two. Uh, but I really like it a lot. It's fun. It's wacky. It's very Japanese. Um, Just wait till you get to the escort mission. You'll pull your hair out. It's, I mean, it's doable. It's nothing bad, but it got really annoying after a little while. <laughs> yeah. But I agree. The game is beautiful, and it's yeah. fun to play. It's it's very over the top. and um, Very fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So I'm enjoying that so far. Um, I played a bunch of the football games, um, a bunch of NCAA football 13, Madden mm. 13. Um, I got problems with both of them. <laughs> yeah. Madden's I mean, gotten better, though. At least they don't have that stupid snap uh, pause. They do. It's there. It's what? Online. It didn't happen for me? No, it's on my... It's oh, not, online. It's not right when you snap it, but you snap it. The ball is like... Especially if you're in the shotgun. You mm. you hit the ball. You hit X to, to hike the ball. And the play starts. And then it pauses for like half a second. And then it goes again. Oh, I didn't play it online. I didn't play it on online either. 
And I remember you said, oh, the, the hitch is gone. And I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah, it was great. for me. And I found it really cheap, and, and that was awesome. So I got it, and no, it's there. <laughs> it's still it's there. So weird. Dude, I was actually physically looking for that hitch, and I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. I didn't get I, it. I got problems. Mm. So uh, I don't know what's going on. I only tried it on one PS3. Maybe I'll try it on another PS3. I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's... I, I, I Maybe just your Blu-ray drive is going bad. I don't know. What I what I do like, actually, is that the menu, although the menu is totally geared to get you online, which is kind <laughs> yeah. of silly, um, the menu is much cleaner and much easier to use than all these EA sports menus have been for the past five years that have just been obnoxiously bad. Yeah. Um, so I like that layout a lot better. Uh, the gameplay, yeah. I mean, it, you know, the physics are a little bit better, but it's not the huge leap I was expecting, the way everybody's been raving about it. Right. I don't know. And I've been playing a lot of uh, NCAA, and I started, you know, with the high school career because I wanted to go through that whole thing. Um, but even that... It looks like the same game it's been for the past four or five years. It, they Which is funny because they put that whole new effort. engine in there and that Infinity yeah. engine or whatever they called it. And yeah, doesn't look odd. like it. <laughs> well, it's still new physics. Well, wait, which one are you talking about? NCAA? That 13. doesn't have that new engine. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't yeah. have the new engine. But NCAA thirteen, I mean, looks pretty much the same as it did with the, the past couple of years. I mean, and the crowd nothing. still looks like shit. The crowd still, it's still the same five people in the crowd, you know, wearing different color shirts, depending on what team you're playing for, doing the exact same stupid things. And if I see that fucking D and that fucking fence one more time, (laughs) I'm going to punch somebody in the face. I'm going to punch you in the stomach. It's so lazy, you know, that they just don't even bother to do anything year to year at this point. They, you know, they update some stuff. And then I and saw, you know what? Oh, this year I noticed. This year I noticed a little bit where they kind of detracted a little bit because um, I think it was in twelve. Bucky, Bucky the Badger would do all the push-ups and everything when they made a touchdown, and they weren't even doing that in thirteen. It just seemed like it was a lot more generic huh. this year. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, the uh, the uniform. Uh, yeah, the uniforms. Um, they say, oh, yeah, there's all these uniforms to download and everything like that. You have to buy all these extra uniforms now. <laughs> They're no longer part of the game because why not? If we can sell them to you, sure, let's sell them to you instead. Let's take them yeah. out and charge you. <laughs> oh, the whole thing has just gotten so obnoxious and just so bad. When is that ever going to finally bite them in the ass? When the license ever comes up and gets spread out to multiple developers again. If it ever does. If it ever happens, yeah. Actually, that this was was this the last year? Did they get to... I think they had in the contract no, they got like a, one extra they got extended year that to, they could... Well, Madden got extended for an additional year because of the, of the NFL lockout that the happened strike, last year. Yeah, yeah, or the lockout, okay. Yeah, so that got extended for one year. But so the thing is, I well, <clears throat> we talked about this a while back, uh, some friends of mine and I, and... I don't think Sony wants to do a football game again, unfortunately, or at least the, you know, San Diego, I don't think that wants to do it. And that's who used to do the game day games, which is really yeah, disheartening because game day on the PS one was freaking awesome. Now the yeah, PS two one's got a little, <laughs> eh, 
But like Game Day 97, 98, and 2000 were just amazing games. Um, I could see 2K maybe doing it again because, you know, obviously they really owned that that franchise. I mean, that was a better game than Madden ever was. It really was, you know. And, and uh, But that's I, the thing. It's not I the same the team anymore, though. Yeah, I get the feeling they won't. I get the feeling EA is just going to own this forever now because oh, 2K is going to look at it. Look at what they've done over the past couple of years. They had hockey and they had baseball, and they didn't know what they were doing with baseball. Well, even but though they've they been doing really well with basketball. Well, they've got basketball. Except that's the it's only executive thing. produced by Jay Z now. But that's the only thing they have going at this point because yeah. they've they've. They don't have a college basketball game anymore. Right. They don't have... I mean, they do have baseball, but it goes nowhere. Like, it sells them a million, million and a half every it's year. It's because they're the great. only baseball game on the 360. Yeah. And the hockey, they've pretty much shut down because it can't compete with EA. Right. So now you're going to ask them to start up a whole new group of football with a whole new group of developers to do football and they're not going to know what they're doing because even if it is some of the same developers, they haven't done it in what five, six, seven years at this point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a scary proposition. I mean, we all bitch about Madden being, you know, having that monopoly, but at the same time, I just don't see an out. I don't see who else would be able to take the reins. I mean, honestly, yeah, I would love if Sony decided to bring the game day series back, but, I've pretty much been told that ain't going to happen. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I don't see Sony putting money into that, and I don't see 2K putting money into it, quite frankly, which is kind of a shame because they did a couple years ago. I just got this off Guzix. <laughs> um, uh, 2K Sports All Pro Football 2K8. Yeah. You know, and they, they gave it a number and everything as if this was going to be a yearly thing. And I guess it just didn't sell. And they said, Was that the one right, that was 20 bucks when it came out? I think it was around that price. But I'm this pretty was sure the that's one, the one. Like, yeah. I thought it was terrible. I, I kept seeing it really cheap and never bought it. But then when I got it, it's actually a pretty decent game. All they did was they got all the. All the old players, essentially, all the retired players. Yep, that is the one that came out of 20 bucks. Yeah, so it's not even like they just did a generic thing. They got retired players, and they got all of them in there. And from what I've seen, it's actually a pretty decent football game. It was a good start. Like, if they were going to build on that and do it the next year and the next year, that would have been their way in. Do that for a couple years, maybe take a loss on it here and there, and get your team familiar and up to speed on a decent football engine so that when the license comes up, you make a play for it, even if it's split between you and EA, and then you've got the NFL license and you've already got a football game in the can that you can then build on. Yeah. Instead of starting from scratch. But they didn't go that way. Obviously, you know, this game came out (laughs) and that was that they, 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 I think they even announced that there was going to be a 2K9, and then they never did it. Um, oh, wow. So, I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to get it out of EA's hands, and EA is not going to do anything to tax themselves on it, because they know what it's going to sell. They know it's going to sell X number of units, whether they put the effort into it or not. <laughs> right, because it's the only game out there, and it's Madden, and everybody buys it because it says Madden on it. Everybody buys Call of Duty because it says Call of Duty on it. They don't care yeah. what it is. You said duty. 
damn right it. I said it twice. <laughs> duty, duty. It's funny, though, because a lot of people considered uh, the 2K football series the best out there. And then, you it know, was. EA swooped in. And, I, hey, I'll, I'll say it. I played the 2K football games on the Dreamcast like crazy. I mean, I... I, that's I've said it before. I had my Dreamcast on a little cart that I could take around my apartment on the on wheels, and if I had people over or whatever, I'd cart it into my room before I went to bed that night because I always get up early. So I'd sit in there and play NFL 2K, <laughs> and you know, I I really love those games, and and um, I thought they were better than Madden in every way, you know. And it sucks, you know. Obviously, the people that developed that game are long gone, and they, you know they've spread across the the gaming development world all over the place, and you'd never be able to get that magic back. I don't think. I mean, it, what they've done with yeah. the baseball series and how mediocre that this, the the uh, MLB Two K series is is an indication of how bad Two K can really do on a sports game. But the funny thing is, the NBA Two K games are lauded as being just awesome. But at the same time, they're the only ones in the game right now because EA keeps flubbing up on their basketball game. So it's this weird yeah. dichotomy between these two companies battling back and forth. And, you know, I've got the better of this, but I've got the better of this. And we've got Jay-Z executive producing our games. That's how good it is. We don't even need a real executive producer. We got Jay-Z. Because <laughs> a rapper is going to do this. That was a weird thing. And I've been looking at that since I've been picking all those up on on Guzex, you know, I've been just grabbing all of the old, just the whole series, because I've got the points, and I'm like, let me just get them. Um, so when I get them, you know, I'm putting them into the database, and I get stuff, I get some of the information from IGN, some of the information from GameStop, because I need all this stuff in this database so that I know what I have. But in doing so, I see the scores every time. And it's weird to see especially like the EA NBA series, NBA Live, to yeah. watch it go from the Sega Genesis days through the PS1 and PS2 and watch the scores go up, 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 and then decline and just go down, 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 yeah. down, down. <laughs> and it's, it's this amazing curve of how it hit its high point and then just went downhill from there and never recovered. Yeah. And... The 2K series for basketball has just made a steady rise and has been at the top ever since. And like for NFL and NHL, both of them, the high point was 2K5. Right. Uh, NFL 2K5 on the PS2. And actually, that was the last one. That was the next year uh, EA got the license and... uh, 2K Sports was done. Right. Um, but Visual Concepts did both of them. Did NFL and NHL. Right. Um, NHL had Visual Concepts and Cush, Cush Games. Um, but... Cush, uh, yeah, because then Cush took over MLB, and they were the ones that did it up until a couple of years ago when they all just quit. They're yeah. like, Here, here's the game, we're out. <laughs> yeah. And that it's that's crazy. actually who became Zindagi, who does Sports Champions 1 and 2. And Medieval it's, Moves. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. So, like, the group at Visual Concepts was doing all this stuff. And they were... Well, it was Visual Concepts, but it was also Blue, Blue Sky. And there were a couple of other yeah. offshoots that kind of subcontracted for them. But that was the thing. In 2004, they were at the top of their game. And I was buying the 2K series for hockey there for a while. Because oh, yeah. The NHL EA series was just had gone to shit. It was terrible. Yeah. And 
the 2K series was very sim heavy and it was very much more like real hockey than the the EA series got very arcadey and just yes. crappy. So that's because you can make you know, Gretzky's head bleed. So <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> but you know, NFL the that was the high point. The one with Terrell Owens on the cover as an yeah. eagle. Yeah. It was two K five. That was the one, and that was the end of it. That was the last one they were able to do. Yep. And I'll I'll never forget that because that was the one. If you had the hard drive in the PS two, mm-hmm. it would save your highlights replays. as the yeah. game went along, and then at halftime it would show you replays and highlights from the game you were playing, which was just mind blowing at the time. <laughs> I agree. What's yeah. that? Eight years ago, that was completely mind blowing that they could do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cool because nobody had the hard drive either. Because you, you know, you could put one in, but a lot of times, you know, the only way to get it was uh, with with uh, the Final Fantasy MMO. Yeah, but I ended up putting one in anyway. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I, I and there's a whole weird thing going on there and I don't think even with EA losing that license I don't think they're going to lose that license and I don't think anybody's going to going well, to challenge thought, them for it at this point. I thought Oh no, I I know the MLB said they don't want to re up the contract with 2K just because 2K's fucked it up so bad. Yeah. I haven't heard, you know, NFL's been really tight-lipped but I thought that I saw that once the contract is up they're not they're not uh ready to like get another exclusive one out there because i think maybe even the nfl realizes that they're limiting themselves quite a bit by putting the license at one company you know yeah. it's it, it's just not good it's not a good practice because if you don't have a competitor you have no will to actually make your game any better yeah There's no motivation well, well yeah maybe it is maybe the nfl will kick back and say all right do you know it's going to be this much and everybody plays anybody yeah. who wants the license can pay in and you can have it and hope go. They do it. I hope they do it. That would be cool. And maybe they'll feel that they'll get more money if it's spread out to more people. Well, I don't think it's just the money. It's just making the brand look that much better. Well, if there's yeah. only one football game and it's a mediocre game, it reflects badly on the NFL. That's all. Yeah. Actually, and if you think about it, you know, most people play just the default five-minute quarters. Yeah. So you're playing more actual football than an NFL game (laughs) does in any given week. You are. Dude, it's true. (laughs) I actually looked it up today because I told my my brother-in-law about it, and he didn't believe me. I said it's average of 12 minutes of actual action on the field. Like the ball is in play for a average of twelve minutes per game in the NFL. He's like, that can't be right. And I said, no, I swear it is. And then I looked it up today, and it was actually eleven minutes. <laughs> Jeez. The rest of the time is. But it's them the whole experience, around. Josh. It's having a few uh, beers with your buddies. It's going to the bathroom every at every commercial. It's uh, eating <laughs> buffalo yeah. wings and and gorging yourself on bratwurst and. Whatever yeah, else do your that. local delicacy might be. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do that. So, yeah. I, yeah. Someday I'll take a, you to Lambo and you'll love it. Uh, that I would love. Yeah. A live game, absolutely. But when I'm sitting at home, I'm not going to sit there for 12 minutes of action in a four hour game. That's fucking retarded. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's three hours, you dipshit. Anyway. <laughs> 
All right. Um, I played the crap out of Midway Arcade Origins. Yeah. It's fantastic. Really? Ray yes. was talking about it a couple weeks ago, but he hadn't played a lot of it yet. It is. It's fantastic because they have. I think it's for the first time. Yeah, I think it's for the first time ever. They have the actual full, you know, note for note, sound for sound, perfect, audio perfect sound quality from the arcade. Hmm. So it actually sounds exactly like it did in the arcades. That's really cool. And the the games obviously play the same way they all did in the arcades. They look as good as they did. Yeah, you but know, didn't they put Marble Madness in there? And that's a trackball game. It is. Uh, and actually, I found it to be not as bad on the stick this time around. I don't know if it's all in my mind or if they tweak the controls a bit, but I didn't have as much of a problem with that or the Super Sprint games because there's three of those. Well, but Super Sprint, I mean, if you can get the controls right, I mean, offer, Super Offered on the SNES proved that you can do the controls right for a game like that with a, with a D-pad. So that, I mean, you know, if but you can do it never right. never done that right. <laughs> Super Offered was right. No, I'm saying on any of the well, yeah. compilations they've done for any of these right, games. Right. Even Super Sprint on the PSN, the controls are horrendous on that. That is one of the worst games to ever come out for the PSN, ever. Yeah. Ever. But it's on this compilation, and the controls are tightened up, and they actually work much mm. better. They, it, You know how it works. It works a lot like that MotorStorm game for the Vita that came out. MotorStorm RC? Yeah. It works a lot like that, and it hmm. it it works. I mean, I was able to get through. I, I came in first two races and came in second in the third race. So hmm. look at you. Where I could never get anywhere in them in the older yeah. versions. Yeah, Super Sprint on the so, PSN is fucking awful. Yeah, but I mean, this has you know Tapper. It's got Joust. It's got it's got some games I've never heard of. Um, the one crap I should have written it down. Um, there's one game that it's essentially uh, a third person Doom game. It's it's like Wolfenstein, but it's like pre Wolfenstein almost. It looks so crazy hmm. because you know the it's an arcade machine from the 80s at some point that's being taxed to the limits. 80s or 90s, whenever it came hmm. out. Uh, and man, is it. It's a wild game, but I was having a lot of fun with it. Actually, a lot of fun with it. Hmm. Uh, it's it starts with an X or a Z. It's all the way at the end of the the cabinets. Um, I'll have to look it up. Zybots? Uh, no, it's Atari. No, no, I can't remember what it is. Um, it's good though. Uh, the the compilation is really really good. Uh, I still, uh, the, the one game that still doesn't control for shit for me is, uh, 720. Um, that's, the that skateboard makes game. no sense whatsoever because the freaking you have a freaking stick <laughs> with I no know. gate. You've and the funny thing is you bring up 720. I mean, when I was in high school in Kansas city, we'd always go down to the Seven Eleven on, on, um, on Johnson drive way down by, uh, by I 35 and, and. Me and my buddy Joe Adams would go down there all the time, skip school, and go down and play 720 at the 7-Eleven. All the time. 
<laughs> I was actually really good at that game back then. Like back in yeah. 89, 88, 89. I have, I have all kinds of problems. Maybe it's just me because I was never really good at that game in the arcades. I never played it all that much. Yeah. Um, but I, I've got all kinds of problems with that. I've had always, every compilation that's come out that's that's had that on there, I've never been able to control that to save my life. Hmm. So, well, I've, just... I've got this thing sitting here in the shrink wrap. Maybe I'll have to crack it open tonight and try it. I was trying to hold off it. until I got, well, I'm working on other games for reviews, but maybe yeah. I'll crack it open and try it tonight. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was the other one. Spy Hunter 2, which mm. I don't think I ever saw in the arcade, is I one did. of the worst pieces of crap yeah, I've ever seen terrible. in my life. It was, it was a rush job, big time. Uh, you could see it. I, I played it for a good half hour because I just couldn't believe how bad it was. Yeah, I just needed terrible. to see where it was going, and it just doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's just terrible. I remember where oh I played it, if I played it in an arcade or not, but I remember playing it, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I have never played that before in my life. Even if it was on any of the previous compilations, I always skipped it for some reason. But I finally <laughs> tried it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not oh, my good. gosh. The, like, the, the enemies, they don't even stay on the road. They're no. driving in the grass. They're in yeah. the road. They're they're all over the place. It's Oh, it's That's horrible. what I'm thinking. It never came out. I think that might be just a prototype ROM. Oh, it's so bad. I'll have to look that so, up. So, so bad. Yeah. Um. But the last game, using the store and using the brand new cool store interface with its musical <laughs> fart, uh, I went in and I, you know, I filtered some stuff and I said to, you know, show me the new releases, uh, PSN only and games only and boom, what pops right up is Toe Jam and Earl and I just about wet my pants. <sighs> Oh my gosh. It's funny our buddy Stephen Frost at uh at Sega actually worked on that game way back in the day. Uh I need to go kiss that man. I <laughs> I never liked that game though. I never liked it. I, I never that is it. one of my favorite games of all time. Mm. I can sit and I did. That was the problem. I, I downloaded it and I sat down and I played it for like four hours. <laughs> Wow. Which was just one game. That's the thing. You can play that thing. Because it's random every time. Every level of every world is random. Yep. And it's such a wacky and bizarre game. And the enemies you face and the the little presents you get and the stuff that's in them with the rocket skates and the the springs on your shoes and the... Uh, whatever else. What else is there? The tomatoes you can throw at the guy, at the enemies, and oh my gosh, I love that game so much. <laughs> so much. Nerd. So, I, and that's another one of these amazing Sega heritage collection type things, even though yeah. it wasn't, you know, it's, you can do so much in there from the screen layout right like you can have it the original pixel perfect you can stretch it you can you can actually go in and stretch it to any dimensions that you want you can physically go in and change the x and the y to anything you want um it has an upload feature which i still haven't seen i i did it but i don't know how it works like i didn't go and watch somebody's replay 
because the upload was like six or when I saved it, the upload was like 600 K and I had just played for like four and a half hours. So I don't know how you're talking about a game that was four megabits back in the day. I mean, there's not much to that Uh, game to begin with. That's true, I guess, but still, I, I don't know, I guess. I, I don't know how you can put all because that it's data. Probably, it's, it's probably just showing, it, it's probably just recording movements, so it's just, you know, a series of coordinates. But then it has to know what the, what the layout of the world was. It has to know where the, the enemies thing. It, were It might not well. have been truly random. It might just have been like 700 different codes and it just randomly picks out a code for a layout. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, maybe, I guess. There's a lot of cheats like that. I don't know, but it's a fantastic game. It's so so crazy. Such a weird, wacky, fun game. Um, and that's one of those problem games that anytime I sit down to play it, if I just sit down and say, eh, I'll try Toe Jam and Earl, I'm not getting up for another three, four hours at least. Yeah. Because uh, th- that's just the way the game plays. And you can just go and, and you can get through a full game, but it's going to take you a minimum, I'd say, of three hours. Jeez. Uh, but it's so funny. And the music, I just, I love the music. The music never, ever, ever, ever gets old for me. Yeah. I don't know why. No, the music was good for the time, you know, for the Genesis and their crappy, crappy audio chip. It was one of the better games for music on the Genesis. <laughs> It's got that bass and the yeah. It's well when it's all bass. analog. Yeah, analog does really well with bass and bass and the the synthesizer and yeah. it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that and the and the two I'm reviewing: uh, Testament of Sherlock Holmes and Dukuru. But I'll talk about those. Oh oh fucking wait, sorry. I know. It's, it's what I'm doing this for an hour now. Um, <laughs> like that's three weeks out. So, Treasure Park. Oh uh, right. yeah. Damn Treasure Park! I was up to 35 in a row. My God, man! I became Yoshida-san. <laughs> I was up to 35 <laughs> in a row. I was on a roll. I was feeling so great. I was like, "This is awesome!" And then, and a title update comes in. No way. And you can't yeah, and you can't play the game until you do the title update. And when you do the title update, it resets everybody back to zero. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Killed me. So I did a wow. screenshot of it, tweeted it, and then and this was I think before the hurricane. Did a screenshot, tweeted it, and got reset to zero. And since the hurricane I haven't had anything going on and I've only had a couple boards come in and it's like I'm at six in a row now, seven in a row, so eight, somewhere around there. Um, but it sucks because I was cruising. I was like, this is amazing. God. Uh, but it's simplistic. You can do a game in two minutes and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great for on the go. You know, it's, it's a great, great little thing. It's a brain thing where you just have to sit and analyze and figure things out and pick your spots and and you're done in yeah. a minute or two. Yeah. So that's why I like it. I, mean, I don't play I, it enough. When it, yeah, I mean, when it first came out, we were both like, eh, and I didn't get it <laughs> at all. But once I started to understand it, it's fun. It's really cool and really... And it's free. Yeah, and it's free. 
And it's just a great little thing when you just want to knock something off in like a minute or two. And just when you don't have time to masturbate, go play Treasure Park. (laughs) (laughs) That should be the slogan. Put that on the box. (laughs) Yeah, so that's where I was with that damn game. Up to 35 in a row. God damn it. Wow. That sucks. But they've been doing that too much recently. I mean, it, it's had like five or six title updates in the past two months. Right. And every time it resets everybody to zero, which sucks. God, that would set me up. I'm surprised uh, Shu didn't say anything on Twitter. I'm going to have to email him or something. Yeah. What the hell, man? Well, I, I mean, it sets you in a row, I should say. It doesn't reset your score. Your score stays the same. But you were so good. close and to 37 level. in a row. Yeah, I know. In a row, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it wow. doesn't reset your score, which is good. So that, that and your level, so that's nice. But it, you're in a row gets back to zero, which kind of sucks because you have to go sucks. through it all over again, and you that have to totally wait for, sucks. you know, you have to wait for stuff to come in, uh, boards to come in. Right. That's the thing about it. So wow. yeah, that's that. That bites. Ooh. Hey, I just got an email. Grand Theft Auto Five blowout starts now from IGN Grand Theft Auto News. Yeah, they've got exclusives all week because we are IGN. Love us. Love us. Yeah. Oh, my God. That says breaking down GTA Five on GameScoop. I looked at that, and all I saw was breaking dawn. GTA was like, <laughs> sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> By the way, Team Edward is still kicking ass in... Uh, Fantasy football. Just saying. Uh, yeah. uh, Team Edward rules. Sparkle, sparkle. That's a shame. I wish I had gotten in there. We could have both had. That would have been we awesome. Could have both had those Twilight teams on there. What's the other one? <laughs> Team Billy. What? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't um, even know. Oh, it's funny. Uh, if you watch the standard definition ones, they have all the Twilight movies for ninety nine cent rentals on the uh, PSN store right now because the new one's coming out soon. I might watch the first one just because I'm curious. But I doubt yeah. it because I keep hearing so, such bad things. I told you about that. I've seen yeah. like a half hour of it. With the makeup. That, but I want to see that. Ba- I, yeah. You know what? Oh. I know there's a Rift Tracks out for it. Maybe I'll do that. I'll download a Rift Tracks and watch it that way. That'd be good. That would be good. All right. Well, uh, oh, boy. We are just going long. We're going long. All right. Well, I'll get through mine. Huh? I told you. I'm fine with that, man. I'm totally crazy. fine with it. I, I missed you. I I, didn't, I I emailed you, and I'm like, I miss you, man. I do. So I don't have a lot here. Uh, played a lot more of the Need for Speed Most Wanted, which I'll be uh, reviewing. Played the Vita version and the PS3 version. Uh, played our Zen Pinball 2 uh, table of the week. This week is the Thor table, which is very cool. Last week was Fear itself. Uh, playing a ton of the PS3 version of PlayStation All-Stars, which... Has the stupidest embargo known to man. Uh, the embargo lifts. <laughs> the game comes out on the 20th, and the embargo lifts that morning, like really early that morning. Uh, I don't know if they realize, but the beta's been out for months, and they've been showing it off at every uh, event they've been able to do it at, including the full game at a thing at, uh, for I Am 8-Bit out in L.A. last year, last week. So I don't know why the... F- <sighs> the dumbest embargo ever. I'm sorry, but just really, really stupid. Um... I can't say much. I can't give impressions. I actually checked. I can't give impressions or anything, but I will say uh, fully supports fighting stick and actually has a 
couple of different control configurations for the fighting stick. You can also customize it in any way, which is nice. I've been playing a lot with the fighting stick, actually, and with the controller to kind of get the differences. Um, online does not work yet. I'm hoping it goes live when the show comes out here on Tuesday. Uh, and I will say a lot of influence from Seth Kalian that came over to Sony from, you know, he was at Capcom for a long time. Tons of, uh, think Street Fighter 4 and all the stuff you can unlock and think, you know, that kind of thing where there's costumes and all that stuff to unlock. Avatars, that kind of thing. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. Uh, trophies for each individual character. You know, there's 20 characters on there right now. Uh, the other thing I'll say, because this isn't impressions or anything else, but, you know, one of your concerns and my concerns has always been, holy shit, I keep losing my guy. I was always under the intention or the contention that once you get more variety of characters, because there's 20, 20 characters to choose from, that it wouldn't happen as much because you won't have four Kratos. I will say so far playing the computer, I don't have that problem anymore. And the camera huh. seems to be changed, too. It still doesn't seem to be as good as it should be because it actually pulls out when stuff is happening in the level, that kind of thing. But um, there are instances where, like, some super tremendous explosion happens and you lose yourself. But I think you're supposed to at that point. You know, it's, it's, it's so frenetic that you just lose what's going on. Everybody's going to lose their character at that point. But I haven't had that problem that I was having in the beta where I was just losing my character constantly. So I will say that I'm not saying it's perfect, but I, I don't lose my character anymore. And the other thing I like, and I can say this because people have the beta, <clears throat> the thing I, I, I've learned now, I've figured it out with this, is that it's not like Street Fighter, it's not like Tekken, it's not like a lot of the other fighting games out there that each character has an individual movement uh, to get different moves. Every single character has the same joystick and button movements. It's just they do something different for each character. You know what I mean? So you're, not, you're never doing a fireball movement to do anything. It's either hold straight out to the right with a button or push down with the button or up with the button. And if, like, if you're using the regular punch, you're going to do up with that and it's going to be an uppercut. Because you don't jump when you push up. You have to use the button to button to jump. So what you, what you have to do instead of knowing all the moves, and I like how they did this, because I think this makes the game a lot more accessible. But instead of having to learn moves for each individual character, you can figure out a couple characters that you, want to, that you feel comfortable with, and you can master those characters because you already know the movements. The movements are the same for every character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I like how they did that because I think it makes the game a lot more accessible and it's yeah, easier to learn I would the game. Say so. Yeah. But I, I already, what I'm doing is I'm going through the game with every character. So I'm through about, I think, seven right now. I played the game all day Saturday pretty much, just trying all the different type of stuff, like, you know, the tutorials and all the other stuff. Um, it's, it's growing on me big time. It, it really is. And I'm I'm just dying to try to try this online because the nice thing is I'll be playing game writers for a week and I know I can beat those slugs. So at least I'll be good at the game for a week and then when it comes out and all the Smash Brothers players or whoever else gets into it. But you can't look at this even like a Smash Brothers game. What this really likens itself to for me is if you're playing Double Dragon but it's only on one screen. 
You know what I mean? Hmm. It's it's but they've built stuff in there. Like one of the things I've always really that's always really pissed me off about fighting games that you can get cornered in is exactly that. You can get cornered and if you get on with some of these great players in Marvel versus Capcom two or in Street Fighter or whatever else, they can do these infinite combos on you. They actually built something into the game that once once you get a hundred points hit on you, it actually flings you across the screen and makes you invincible for a few seconds. So it directly negates even the possibility of getting into an ultimate or an infinite combo, hmm. which is That's really, cool. really cool. Um, you can't die from regular fighting. You have to use a super. You know, some supers are really good. Some supers you have to be a lot more artistic with. It, it's really neat. The, the way they balance things out is is pretty interesting. And again, I'm kind of talking generally because a lot of the stuff you can learn from the beta. So I'm, I'm, that's how I'm keeping myself safe. But the game is growing on me. So uh, the review will go up next Tuesday at uh, 8 a.m. Pacific time, which it dumbest embargo ever. I'm sorry, but just absolutely stupid. So if I, that gets me in trouble with Sony, I don't care because it's just it's stupid. Um, well, it's kind of silly. I mean, it's dumb. Everybody I mean, in PlayStation Plus has had the game. <laughs> you, I mean, you want you want exposure for this game. You want people to start seeing videos on this thing. You want it, a lot of people are questioning this game because of the similarities visually of a Smash Brothers game. You know, you've got all these fighting game people out there. Why would you not want to get the word out on this? Because I think it's I, I'm really uh, I'm really curious about the reviews on this though. Because if you don't get it, and actually they sent a review guide along, a really thick review guide, like about 30 pages, but I'm glad they did. Wow. No, but I'm glad they did, because I actually sat down and read it, and there's stuff in that guide that I never knew that they changed. Uh, one of the things was that Chris and I, when we did our interview at um, E3 with the guys from Superbot, the first thing we asked is, why don't we see a score? And they said, well, we don't want you knowing the score because that if you see that you're way ahead, you're going to go block a lot more and everything else. They've added the, the option to actually do the score. So they're listening to people's feedback, and they actually made a shitload of changes that aren't even in the beta. And I didn't know that at all. I went and looked at the options. I didn't realize it at all until I read the book that they sent. It's not like a big novel or anything, but it's really cool that they send it. I usually don't really like that they send review guides or whatever else, but I'm glad they did in this situation because it helped really get some things in perspective. And it made me go look for it in the game. So it's not like they're telling me something. It's that they're telling me that it's available and I should go look at it. So it's, it's well, really that's cool. The thing. That's I like those review guides when they come, like the EA ones and, and all that stuff, because I do like seeing, they're, especially for the EA sports stuff, because you look at the game and you're not going to see anything different. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, like a Madden? I mean, the book they send with the Madden is just humongous usually, yeah. but it has to be and because there's the so many features in the game. And they, they hit you with all that stuff. It's stuff that you probably... I don't know if you would ever find it. You'll probably find it if you're really searching for it. But it's nice to have all that right there for them right in your face. Say, hey, guess what? This is everything we did just to help you when you go to play the game and form an impression on it that you know what's going on in there and you know all this stuff that you can look at. Yeah. Uh, so I do like those when they when they come along with the game. Those, those are actually kind of nice. Yeah. So in this case, it's really good that it came. I'm, I'm very happy about it. Uh, also played Kills on HD, which you and I have talked about at nauseum. Uh, played more Little Big Planet Karting. I really, really like this game. I this one's going to get a lot of play. I think our, our community seems to be kind of gravitating toward it, uh, along with Need for Speed. And man, is it good! It's now, so good. I don't know why. 
But for some reason, I was always under the impression that that was going to be like a $40 game. I didn't see that as a $60 hmm. game. And when it finally came out and it was 60 I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, I'll wait for that to drop in price. You know, I, I don't know where that came from. I've heard that from one other person, too. And also I heard from a lot of people they thought it was a Vita game for some reason, even though... I don't think anybody's ever given that impression. I've always said I think a Vita game will come eventually, but I, I don't know. I'll tell you what. There's a lot more content here than on the disc than there was a, a name on Nation Racers game. And there's a lot of content on that disc. And like I said in the review last week, it feels like Media Molecule built the game. You would never know in a million years that United Front Games made this. It just feels like another Little Big Planet game and in a good way. So, yeah, really happy with it. Uh, also, some Street Fighter versus Tekken, or Street Fighter X Tekken, cross Tekken on the Vita. Playing some more of that. Uh, I'm going to do a review eventually for it, but I just haven't gotten enough time with it. Uh, but it is really good on the Vita. I'm actually pretty impressed with it. Once you figure out the new controls, uh, you know, using the touch screen for certain things, it works really well. And it looks great, especially on that little, that little awesome screen on the Vita. Uh, I really like the D-pad on the Vita, too. So it's playing really well and uh, pretty impressed with it. But we do have to talk about a couple things. Uh, what I watched, because there's some awesomeness that I watched this week. Uh, first off, I got the Blu-ray for a couple weeks ago, and I never got to watch it until now. But uh, Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 on Blu-ray. Dude, it's really good. It's yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I actually rolled a tear when I was watching it. So... Uh, it's it's such a great Frank Miller book. And, uh, you know, when the new Robin is is finally kind of christened uh yeah i rolled a tear so <laughs> i'm not afraid to admit it uh the animation's great Yay. yeah a little bit <laughs> uh but it's funny because uh you know some people were talking about year one and i have year one on, on blu-ray as well i didn't like that as much i don't know why because i love the book but year one on blu-ray just didn't do it for me for some reason so i might watch it again but uh this i i loved it man like peter weller is is bruce wayne slash batman and um he's man that dude's voice just rules so it's obviously not kevin conroy who for me kevin conroy is the voice of the animated batman no matter what but uh peter weller does a great job and the animation's astoundingly good so highly recommended for any batman fan <clears throat> also last night i finally watched it i've wanted to watch this movie for a while uh they had it for a rental on the psn store so i grabbed it battleship uh dude way better than i expected it to be uh, it was a incredibly an incredibly well-crafted summer blockbuster popcorn movie it really is it's it's got a couple cheesy parts yes it's got but i think it's got just the right amount of comedy and i think it does action better than than michael bay ever did and it was it's i'm buying it on blu-ray dude i am oh have you seen it no <laughs> give it a try because the the cool thing is oh, i was really worried about you know oh it's battleship what are they gonna do blah 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 it's kind of cool how they kind of tie in the game a little bit uh there's a couple of different in- like there's one that's you you kind of roll your Why? eyes at when you they're see going it. to coordinates e4 yes <laughs> <laughs> but the way they do it is kind of cool was tough i can no, write but, the, but the way no but there's another thing like the pegs you know, the little pegs you use yeah. in the regular game, the, the aliens fire those at the ship. Like it's almost like there's these big canisters of explosives and they hit the ship and then they sink in like they're in the hole. 
but the way it, it took me like five minutes to get it i was like oh wait those are the pegs it did it just didn't even dawn on me i'm telling you dude it's it's the alien design is really good the action's really good i'm telling you it's 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 good it's it's a good movie for a summer popcorn blockbuster they did it they did it better than michael bay's done in about 80 percent of the time seriously give it a try give it a chance rent it if nothing else but give it a chance i i enjoyed it way more than i thought it was i, I was pleasantly surprised with it last night huh. i'm just saying i'm not saying it's the greatest movie ever made the rock is still a better movie by far but for the cg effects they did with all the aliens and everything else dude it's really good it's it's a lot of fun so and that's what these summer, summer movies are supposed to be fun so, and then last but not least, I uh, went and saw Skyfall on, on Friday night. I say nothing. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to spoil anything, but you loved it. I did. It is All the right. deepest story I've ever seen in a James Bond movie. Like they really get awesome. into some of his backstory and his backstory with M. Uh, Javier Bardem is a fantastic villain. Um. <clears throat> some insane like action scenes um it, it it really harkens back to the old school bond at certain points of the movie uh q is back which is awesome uh which uh, uh wisham is is great as, as q uh, uh benjamin wisham who i think was the little punk in layer cake with daniel craig the one that actually huh. yeah uh-huh. uh i think that's him if i remember correctly so um really cool how they did it and a really neat mixture and it's a long movie it's actually one minute shorter than casino royale but very cool uh the ending the last 15 minutes is wow like you're going to i when the movie was done i was i was sitting there and and melissa asked me a couple questions about it and i went i was just sitting there she goes what i'm like that was awesome like the last 15 minutes just blew me away on how they ended the movie so i won't say anything else about it but it was really kick-ass so i cannot wait for that to be on blu-ray and the whole thing about the heineken because i was all up in arms about it uh because heineken you know paid to be in the movie and everything else i was really worried about it asked for it no 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 shaken the way that they handled it (laughs) i didn't even understand because he drinks a martini in the movie and i thought they were getting rid of that completely and i i was huh. i walked out of the movie like i thought that was supposed to be this whole heineken thing and then i started thinking about it and thinking about it, like oh and it, it totally dawned on me there's a certain point in the movie and you'll get it when when it took me until after the movie to really get it so it was completely natural it completely handled incredibly well yeah it's it's a Jason didn't like it very much. He said he saw it twice, and he still didn't like it very much at certain points. And I, I even said, I'm like, oh, we might have to do another movie cast, like the whole Bond series, because he was complaining about um, how they don't explain certain things about Javier Bardem's character. And I'm like, dude, if you're going to get that way about like characters in Bond movies, then someone needs to explain to me how Denise Richards became a nuclear physicist. So... <laughs> <laughs> But that's true. I mean, come on. It's a Bond film. But this is seriously the most contemplative, uh, deep story I have seriously ever seen in a Bond film very close to um, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Or no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The one with uh, 
I'm forgetting his name. Lazenby. Lazenby. Yeah. Because that was actually a deep story with his, you know, the whole backstory of his wife and everything else. Um, I liked Lazenby in the, in the role. I thought that was... No, I know. It was just Telly Savalas was a his... bad villain. Yeah. All I can think of is the, the Simpsons with oh, yeah. um, the house. Yeah. What, who else could we have? 007. George Lazenby? <laughs> I would like actually to do a movie cast on all the Bond films with Jason. I don't know if he's that much into the series because I'm a huge James Bond nut. I'm, I own all the movies, you know, all the official ones. Not that well, piece of shit. Lazenby, that one got all screwed up because that was supposed to be before. Yeah. The other one. Yeah. The the timeline so, got all screwed up and. Yeah. But I mean, come on, Emma Peel's in that movie, dude. <laughs> come on, yeah. Diana Rigg. You know, I did actually finally see Prometheus. Oh, did it blow your mind? Well, I got to say, I just based on what little I had seen of it beforehand, because I I don't watch trailers. I don't actively seek out information on movies because there's too much stuff that's spoiled in all this stuff anymore. So I avoid everything and I just see what I want to see. Right. Um. From what little I saw of it beforehand, I I was talking to one of my friends about it, and I said, this falls victim to the same thing that every prequel falls victim to, is that the tech in this yeah. is a thousand times better than the stuff that's supposed mm-hmm. to come after it. Right. <laughs> um, but I thought they handled that kind of stuff really well. I mean, it didn't. it wasn't like... There's tech there. Well, but uh, I think it's better than a lot of the prequels you see. You know they what I mean? Did. I, it, it is better. And I, as I sat watching it, I was, I had that in my mind the whole time as I'm seeing, you know, the ship, and I'm, I'm trying to see how this gets to Alien, uh, and I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm interested in the story, and it's going along, and it looks gorgeous, beautifully shot, you know, great cinematography. Yeah, definitely. And I got to the end of it, and I'm mulling over everything in my mind, and I'm thinking, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, I really, really fucking love that. Yeah. (laughs) And I had to keep thinking about it over and over again. I'm like, I want to sit down and watch it again right now. (laughs) You know? It was weird. And I watched some of the extra stuff on the Blu-ray, and uh, Guy Pierce, who I didn't recognize... Yeah. at all but they had stuff on the blu-ray uh this entire thing where guy pierce is there as wayland at a ted talk yeah on stage speaking about the future of humanity and whatever else and it's done you know it's all set in the future but it's all done in this way that i'm like fuck you know that was probably out as promo material before the movie and i just skipped it entirely didn't even know about it but it was awesome (laughs) you know and that's the thing i I haven't watched the blu-ray yet because there's also supposedly i don't know if it's in the commentary or where it's at but there's supposedly a direct link between wayland and um what's his name from running uh, uh not running man um blade runner oh blade runner yeah uh what's his name the scientist there's apparently a direct uh, link between yeah. those two, and basically one went off to do uh, cybernetics, you know, and 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 the the androids or whatever, and Wayland went off to do kind of the biotechnology and everything. 
but there's apparently a direct link that they used to work together and all this other stuff on the Blu-ray. And I want to get into that stuff and find out what the hell's going on. So, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I really, really enjoyed it. And then as I watched it, I'm like, crap, I got to sit down and watch, like, at least the first two or three Alien movies again. The first two, definitely. I think I have to watch the third anyway, because that's going to tie in all three of them. Well, two and three especially tie into Aliens, Colonial Marines. Yeah. Uh, when that comes out. So oh, I got shit from people. I have to watch all the Aliens movies again. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do want to watch them again, though, because I want to see all those connections. I want to. I, I just want to see all that again. I did. The more I think about it, the more I really, really like Prometheus. Uh, I do. I don't know. There are some things where I'm just like that didn't make any sense at all well i had a problem with the whole medical thing like they made such a big deal about it beforehand i'm like gee we're not going to see this later on in the movie are we it was was, was kind of pedestrian at that point but i also think there's some parts of prometheus that are so heady just to be heady that i think it gets too pretentious for its own self a little bit i mean i really did like the movie overall i watched it at a bad time because i'd just gotten off the plane from e3 and i was exhausted but um, I did enjoy it, and I did buy the Blu-ray, and I will watch it multiple times probably. But, I, yeah, I mean, there was some really amazing stuff in that movie. Uh, you know, the Fassbender was awesome as usual. That dude's just awesome. But, uh, yeah, yeah he know. was in Idris Elba. Uh, yes. I, I Who might become the next James Bond, by the way? I would love that. I would watch that guy in anything. He was amazing in The Wire. And, and Luther. everything I've seen him in since. Yeah. I love him in Luther. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Prometheus is really damn good. But Skyfall, if you're a Bond fan at all, I really do think you're going to love it. I, it's, it's cool because uh, a friend of mine, Melissa, came along with me. And she said, you know, I think I saw Casino Royale, but I didn't see the last one. And she goes, you know, am I going to have to see this? Uh, no, you're not. Uh, uh, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace obviously were linked. This one is not linked to those movies at all. Uh, there's, I don't even think there's even a callback to any of it in, in this movie. So uh, if you haven't seen those two, you're safe going to this. There's no spoilers in it. <clears throat> but I'm serious. I want to go see it again. And I'm really pissed because my theater, who usually are really good, didn't have Lincoln. Because I was going to go see Lincoln on Saturday. I was going to walk down and see it for a matinee. Uh, Steven Spielberg movie, and they don't have it. But they still have frickin' uh, uh, Sinister. What? Sinister's an awful movie. <laughs> yeah, so I was a little pissy about that, but I'm hoping I get some time this week to go see it at the theater here. Here where I'm staying. So, yeah. All right, let's take a break, dude. We've been going for like two hours and 20 minutes, and we haven't taken a break yet. Is that all? Yeah, is that all? Jeez. <laughs> Guess we're not doing emails this week. No, I told you. I know, that's fine. No, that's fine. I'd rather uh, I'd rather do it the way we're doing it. So let's take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, do some reviews and uh, get the hell out of here. All right.
right, we're back. Uh, one thing I want to mention really quick before we get into the reviews. Um, be very cautious, folks, of um, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified for the Vita. Nobody, and I mean nobody, got the game for review yet. Comes out by the time you hear the show, it should be out, and uh, nobody's gotten the game. Not IGN, not GameSpot, not even Ben Kuchera didn't get it. And then he got on Twitter and decided to start blaming Sony for the game being bad. I don't know how it's Sony's fault, but that's Ben Kachera, and he hates everything that Sony does. So, whatever. Um, let me take the pain for everybody. Uh, you know, if, if you're intent on getting it, that's fine. That's more than your prerogative. But we have been assured that we're getting a review copy. Uh, it might be a couple of days late, but if you can hold off, this is a really bad sign. If the game hasn't gotten to anybody for review yet, um, it's Nihilistic, who did Burning Skies there's a lot of things against this game right now. So they're going to, and it's 50 bucks by the way for a Vita game, 50 bucks. So let me take the pain. I've got somebody checking my house every day. Uh, so if it shows up, cause we're, I'm waiting on blobs too also. Uh, and I love using blobs too, cause I know it bugs a bunch of people. So I'm just going to say blobs too. Uh, I've got somebody checking my house. So if it shows up, I'm going to drive up there and get it and everything. But, uh, let me, you know, let me take one for the team for you guys. Let me check the Vita game out before you go out and buy it. Um, save 50 bucks for now, guys, because really this is a bad sign. <laughs> it's a really bad sign. Like, nobody I'm even truly, bought the exclusive. I'm, I'm shocked yeah. that nobody has this for review. <clears throat> I can't imagine that this wouldn't be an amazing game. <laughs> well, you know, Kachira did make one good point about this whole thing, and that is the fact that there is a PlayStation Vita bundle with this game. And the Call of Duty game, it, it, it induces a lot of people to buy it, you know, sight unseen. And I yeah. think this could have a negative effect on people's first impressions of the Vita when they put a mediocre game in the system that's supposed to be really good. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with him there, but the other shit, he can just, <laughs> he can just shut the fuck up for a change. So, um like I said, you know, it's your prayer. If you want to go spend the 50 bucks, more power to you. But uh, we know we're getting it for review. We don't know when. It should be soon. It should be this week, honestly. But, you know, hold off and, and let me at least get some impressions up for you guys. Don't even wait for the full review. I'm sure I'll, I'll be able to say within about a half an hour, like, this game sucks or this game's surprisingly good. I'm pretty sure I already know which one it is, but I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway. <laughs> First game, uh, this is... Is this a PSN title or is this a Vita title? Which? What? Dokoro. <laughs> Dokoro? That's Vita. Okay. So, yeah, you, you've had this game for a little while. Obviously, you probably haven't been able to charge your Vita very much, but I'm, uh, I'm yeah. interested to hear about this one. Um, okay, it's 20 bucks. Which, wow. You know, you think, yeah. You think for... For a download-only title, 20 bucks that seems a bit steep. But yeah. I'll tell you right off the bat, there's a lot of content here. I okay. Mean, it's essentially a puzzle platformer. Um, you're moving from... Well, it's not essentially screen to screen. Uh, area to area, but you're constantly moving from left to right. That's it. Um you are a little skeleton dude, little lowly skeleton dude, who is in the service of the Dark Lord. <laughs> and he captures a princess. 
a lovely blonde princess, oh. and you fall in love with her, and you will have none of this, and you're going to let that princess loose and escape the the master with her. Okay. That's the, the whole point of the game. Uh, essentially, she can't see you when you're a little skeleton. Mm. You're invisible to her. Uh, what she does is she will constantly move forward in the game. She will move from left to right until something blocks her path. Uh, oh. She's not stupid, though. Like, she won't walk directly into a pit. She won't walk into spikes. Um, but there are points where, like, things, the ground heats up and stuff like that, and she'll walk across it, and if it heats up too much, she'll die. So there, there are areas where you kind of have to keep an eye on her, block her somehow from moving forward uh, so that you can do what you need to do and then get her and move her along. Uh, you're moving her across the level to get to this little flower or whatever it is, the end point, essentially. And then you just, you know, it says, yay, hooray, you did it, whatever, and tells you how much time you took. <laughs> because okay. that's also apparently a trophy in the game. Oh. Uh, and you're always trying, it says your, your time, your best time. So that's where it's trying to get the replay value. You're trying to get, you know, a speedier time each time you go through, if you go back. Okay. Uh, you may never go back, though, because, I mean, I've had it for weeks, and I'm maybe halfway through the game. <laughs> it's, wow. It's it's gigantic. There's a lot of stuff there. Um, the, the way it looks, it looks like it's all drawn in chalk. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's a very unique look. It's actually really neat. Uh, the thing of it is, you're in this castle, dungeon, whatever it is, and everything is pretty much black and white for the most part. Um, the the princess has blonde hair, you know, so she stands out a bit. Uh, one of the other things you can do as this this little skeleton dude, uh, if you double tap on the front of the screen. You change into this uh, prince dude. Um, <laughs> you mean like 1999 prince. or from Graffiti no. <laughs> Park? Or uh, does he have assless pants on? I guess that's the really question. I, I wish he did. That would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> does he shop actually, in the little wish, boys' department? <laughs> <laughs> I wish the princess had assless pants on. That'd yeah, be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, so. The thing here is, when you turn into that, then she can see you. Uh, when when you're the little skeleton dude, all you have is like a like a leg bone, like a shin bone in your hands that you can like smack the enemies with and kind of knock them down. Mm-hmm. But you can't kill them. When you turn into this prince, you have a sword, and you can actually kill some of the enemies. Hmm. Um, because you'll need to do that. You'll need to kill some of them to get them out of the way, because if the princess walks forward and there's an enemy there, she's going to turn and run the other way. Oh, okay. Um, You can also pick her up and run faster with her if you need to get her across hot things or if you need to get her down from a ledge that she's not going to jump from. She just stands there at the edge of a ledge and won't move. Hmm. So there are different things you need to do to switch back and forth between the two uh, and use whatever uh, each of them has going for them, essentially. 
Um, so the other little trick to this is you have chalk. You have red chalk and white chalk. You'll get those eventually. Uh, you don't start with them. And those will help you in some of the puzzles. Not all of them. You, you won't use it for great stretches of time. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, crap, I need to use this chalk here. Right. Uh, the white chalk will connect things. Like if things that are already broken, essentially, if there's a a rope hanging down and a box down below it that you see can be connected to it and you can't get that box out of the way any other way, that's where you're going to use the white chalk to connect it. And then you can pull a switch and swing the box or lift the box or do whatever you need to do with it. Um, So the white chalk is used to connect things, essentially. The red chalk is used as a fuse. Um, You'll have uh, big barrels of gunpowder and things like that that you will need to light on fire and explode and you will draw a line with your finger. This is all done with your finger on the front touchpad. You'll draw a line from a candle down to wherever you need the, the fuse to go. Or you'll draw it from one candle to the other because you need to light up all these candles along the way to get to that one fuse uh, to get to that one box at the end that you need to explode. Well, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, they're, they they use the touch uh, intuitively, essentially. Double tap on the back changes you back to um, the little skeleton dude. But even if you don't, you will eventually change back to him. You, you, you have sort of a potion there that lasts for only so long, mm-hmm. and then you'll change back to the skeleton dude all the time. Or... Or you can switch back on your own. Um, It'll recharge over time um, pretty quickly, actually, um, because for some of the puzzles, you need to keep going back and forth, uh, depending on what it is. You can drag boxes. uh, You can pull switches. You have a double jump, and that's the other thing. The physics in it are a little weird, and the jumping is a little weird, and you kind of need to get used to that. Uh, But once you get the hang of that, it, it makes more sense. It's one of those things where you can jump, and even on the way down, you can hit the jump button again, and you'll go up Hmm. again, which is, you don't usually get that in games. You usually have to hit the double jump before you hit, you know, the apex, or it's never going to work. This one, you can do it at any time. Uh, and you'll find out that like there are coins, there's one coin hidden on each level, not really hidden. Some of them are hidden. You'll, they're harder to find a lot of them are obvious, but some of them are really tough places to get. And you have to master that double jump to get them most of the time. Uh, it really gets tricky. So that's essentially the basics of the game. Mm hmm. What it does is it puts all that stuff together in harder and harder puzzles as you go through. <laughs> and you really have to, I mean, there's times where you're looking at it and you're like, how the hell am I going to make this happen? And you could be on there for a while. Um, <laughs> trying to move pieces around, lift up platforms, lower other platforms, cover up the fire do you know it's there's a lot going on in some of these levels right uh the nice thing about it is if you screw up if you die if you do whatever you can instantly restart the level it's well, that's just cool. 
like a it's a two button tap essentially one button to pull up the menu the next button to restart it and instantly you're right at the start of the level again you can just do it again um which you know is essential in a game like this because all this game is is puzzle after puzzle after puzzle every single level uh the story is kind of cute you know it goes along you get bosses you essentially go through 10 levels and then you get a boss and 10 levels and you get a boss and you're moving your way through this castle very very slowly <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> really a, slowly there's a lot of levels to this game i think there's at least 80 there may be more uh i don't know exactly how many um so it sounds like twenty bucks actually isn't too bad of a deal. <laughs> it really isn't. Um, I'm maybe somewhere in the forties or fifties, and I feel like I barely scratched the surface of this game. Wow. Um, some of the puzzles are confusing at first. You really have to look at what's around you and think about the limitations of your character and what you can do with them. I mean, it's like any puzzle game. You're, there's only so many moves you can make. You know, you can only drag things, you can push things, you can jump, you can, you know, there's only so much you can do. So look around and try to get a handle on what's where and what you need to do to make it happen. Um, it's, it's fun. It's actually, it's nice because some of those puzzles you can get through, like if you figure it out pretty quick, you can get through a level in like a minute, mm-hmm. minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, might take three, four, five minutes at the most if you're really unsure and you're having trouble or it's a complicated puzzle to get through and you're unsure. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, it's almost like the the puzzle platformer version of treasure park (laughs) except all the levels are laid out there already it's very quick you can jump in you can breeze through a level in maybe two minutes or so and shut it down and go do something else you know if you just want to jump in do a level jump out it's really nice yeah so it's good for it's it's actually great for the vita um because it is so easy to just jump in and out and just, you know, play a quick level and you're done. Uh, hmm. The boss battles, they're kind of cool. <laughs> the bosses are really funky and weird and, uh, you know, the, you'll die a couple times trying to figure out the pattern or what you need to do or how you're going to take them down or whatever it is that's going on with them. Uh, and there's a coin there, too. So you have to figure out where the coin is. Uh, the thing with those coins also, if you get it mm-hmm. and then you're on the level and you're doing stuff and you die, you don't get to keep that coin. You have to get it again. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty brutal. So, yeah. So you really have to think about it when you're going into the level, especially in the boss battles. It's like every time you go into the boss battle, you're like, where the hell was that coin? All right, I got to get the coin, and then I got to kill this guy, and then I got to get out of here. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, the nice thing is, though, like from the menu, you can go in and you can see each of the areas, and you can see all 10 levels. You can see where you got the coins, where you missed the coins, and you can jump right into any of the levels that you might have missed a coin if you, you know, you're trying to get everything like I do. That's cool. Idiot that I am. Um, Indeed. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a really nice looking game. The music is really, really nice. There's, I don't think there's any dialogue. 
There might be a little bit. I think it's all just told uh, through text uh, and and just really neat graphics, essentially. That's uh, cool. Not a lot of color, like I said, but that just makes the color that's there uh, much more vibrant, I'd say, I guess. Like the... It's very black and white, but then when you change into the prints, you're blue. You're bright blue and shining. Um... The fire stands out, obviously. Uh, things like that. Uh, the the bosses are usually quite colorful and crazy. Um, at least as you get a little further in. So yeah, it's it's actually a really cool game. And for twenty bucks, uh, when I saw it and when I first downloaded it, I'm like twenty bucks. Oh no! I mean, we got a code for it. And I was like, it's kind of steep. And I played it. There's way more content there than you'd think, and enough to justify the twenty. I think that's really cool. Yeah, you just never so, know, you know, because it's yeah. a lot of smaller developers you get stuff like this from, and yeah. So that I didn't, I I'd heard about this game, but I really didn't know a lot about it. So pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good game overall. Uh, you know, there is that replayability in trying to get a better time each time through, and. Obviously, you know, it's a puzzle platformer. You do the puzzle, and you're going to know how to do it. But it doesn't mean you're going to be able to do it much quicker. <laughs> right. Or it doesn't mean you're going to be able to do it, uh, I, I don't know, I, I guess much quicker. It depends on how you did it the first time. You know, you, you're stumbling your way through. You're figuring, you're figuring out how to do it, and then you get it. You go back, you, you can miss a jump and get killed. And then you could miss a jump again and get killed, or you could miss, you know, you could run into one of the enemies and get killed. And right. It's not so easy to to do it the second time necessarily, depending on the complexity of the level and wow. some of the jumps you have to make because some of them are are pretty tricky and can be a real pain in the ass because you die and you restart the level and you die and you restart the level and it's just some of them you just like, <laughs> but. And it hasn't really gotten. I, I would. I was assuming that this was gonna kind of get repetitive or boring or or something like that. But there's enough tools there and enough variety in the way they can set up the puzzles and lay them out. And you could do some of them multiple ways. You don't have to do them all exactly one way to get through it. Uh, a lot of them, it is one way to get through it, and that's that. But right. But there's enough variety there that there is replayability, and it's huge. I mean, there there's a lot of levels in there. Oh, so yeah, that's cool. It's, yeah, I'll have to maybe look into putting that on my Vita. Although my my 32 gig card is almost full. I think I only have like a gig and a half left. Mine too, and I'm waiting for Plus to happen here so I can back up the whole thing to <laughs> well, the cloud. Well, you know, they can push do back, right? To do. Uh-huh. Plus what? on Vita got to pushed when? back. Uh, I don't think they set a date yet. I thought that uh, yeah, it's supposed to be this month, and it got pushed back. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not know. buying anything more for the Vita because I'm not taking anything <laughs> off that. Well, card there's two the games I can take off my Vita very and... easily that I don't think I'd miss. I can take Michael Jackson, the Michael Jackson Experience, or whatever off, and I can take Asphalt <laughs> Injection off. So <laughs> I'm fine. Well, that I can understand. Yeah, I'm. I'm totally fine losing those two. So. Yeah. 
It's just the way they do the saves is so weird, and I don't want to mess with anything until it's plus, and I can just push everything to the cloud, and there's my backup. I don't yeah, want to definitely. push it to the computer because it's so freaking well. Actually, pushing it to the cloud's going to be slow, but I think it's just the saves they're they're sending, hmm. which yeah. would make sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I given this uh, an A minus. Mm. Um, wow. Okay. It's actually, yeah, it's better than I thought it was going to be. It's actually a really good game, really uh, big game, I'd say, in, in terms of length um, and worth it for replayability and all. So Cool. Neat art style and all. Good game. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, okay, well, I'll, I'm not going to do real long on, on this next game because uh, I'm definitely writing up a review, and, and I actually put an article up uh, talking about Need for Speed most wanted uh, i put an article up last week kind of detailing a lot of the uh like how things interact between the vita version and the ps3 version and actually it's it's universal so it's pc version uh vita ps3 360 pretty much anywhere you can play it ios uh your speed points you know carry over that kind of thing so there's a i put a pretty big big article up just kind of detailing a lot of the questions that people had uh went to multiple sources i actually uh had had somebody in pr send some questions to criterion and uh, and we we actually got one of those review guides so i took a lot of stuff out of there as well so head over to psnation.org and check that out number one but um yeah need for speed most wanted uh from criterion the people behind burnout paradise and, and many other awesome games um, kind of feels a little bit like a Burnout Paradise 2 to a certain extent, but the, that need for speed flavor is definitely there, and it really captures that that whole feel to it. So it's kind of a need for speed, but in an open world, which is really cool. So you can do the events at the stoplights like you could in Burnout Paradise. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of individual stuff. You've got the gates, you've got the billboards from Burnout Paradise. Uh, you've got the speed cameras now. So there are sections, they kind of did that in Burnout Paradise, but they didn't have true speed cameras. You just did a run, you know, you would, you would go down a stretch of highway and you get timed on it. So a lot of that stuff, but this time around, it's all integrated into that speed wall that, that has been so prevalent in the last few, uh, need for speed games. And uh, gets very addictive. Gets very addictive. So when you when you see someone on your friends list is beating you by a couple of seconds on on a run, yeah, you're gonna turn around and try it again. So um, really neat game though. Uh, to get a car, you don't have a garage like you did in Burnout Paradise. You know, you had to go to a, a a junkyard and find a new car, that kind of thing. But what you do now is you find them all strewn across the map. So when you drive up to one, uh, you know, hit triangle and you can switch over to that vehicle and, and then it's selectable in multiplayer and uh, that kind of thing. But also there are cars uh, that you have to earn. And to do that, you have to basically take down all the people on the most wanted list. So you're going to actually try to, one of your goals is to move all the way up this most wanted list from, you started about 12, then you, you want to get up to first, obviously. So you'll see all these little red bullseyes all over the map and that's where some of the challenges are for the for the uh the cars that are on the most wanted list now you can't just go there and do it you need to find a couple of uh, at least a decent enough car to beat some of these guys uh because there's some very exotic cars very fast cars uh so you need to build up speed points you need to build up your car because what happens is when you go through the races for the individual car so every car that you find has five events already loaded up for it Uh, you need to finish those and and basically uh, earn add-ons for your car, like nitrous boost, uh, better suspension, better body, you know, better chassis, that kind of thing. 
um, to make your car more resilient, faster, and also easier to drive. And once you get one beefed up enough, you can start trying to go after these people on the most wanted list. Uh, on top of that, <laughs> it's pretty much free roam, so you can go around try to take all the billboards, all the gates, but also uh, if you're driving, driving a little bit too fast and a cop sees you, the chase is on. <clears throat> and it's very similar to kind of how GTA does uh, the different heat levels. Uh, and I've talked about this a little bit, but it's, I keep finding myself doing this where I'm not trying to get busted, but all of a sudden I'll be driving along and, and boom, a cop's on me. I'm like, well, I got to get away from him. And I've had car chases take up to 45 minutes. It's, it's crazy, dude, because <clears throat> you can, if you get out of their vision, there's a little circle. And if you can get out of that circle, you go into what's called a cool down mode. But the thing is, you're not out of the, out of the woods. You have to, like, let all these different levels cool down. I mean, they start sending, like, these huge armored SWAT vehicles at you, and there's, like, a supercharged Corvette that'll get in front of you and drop um, uh, uh, the tire deflators, the spike strips. They'll drop those in front of you, and they'll, I mean, anything they can to take you out. So getting cool down actually is really tough, you know, the, the higher your heat level, but... You do that by getting away from the cops, by doing a lot of, you know, 180 turns and blasting away from them, getting to the city and make a lot of, you know, turn, 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 get out of their, out of their vision. If you can get into a cool down mode, a couple different things you can do. Number one, if you can find a mechanic, you drive through it, it fixes your car, but also paints your car a different color. The other thing you can do if, when you're in cool down mode is you can go find another car. Makes it tougher for them to find you. Although some, somehow, some way, every now and then they'll find you. But I, was, I had one car chase going the other day, and I seriously switched five cars. I just kept, <laughs> just kept going. And, and the thing is, there's one point where I thought I was safe. I was like kind of hiding back in the corner. Yeah, the cops saw me back there, and they came at me. I'm like, no. And I flew past like eight of them. <laughs> I went back the other way and everything. But it's so easy to get wrapped up in that where you just have this huge car chase going and there are all these cars after you and all these cops and these roadblocks and just all this stuff going on. It's, it's just mayhem, but it's so much fun. And the cars handle so freaking well. Like, every car handles differently, obviously, but, man, you can get some that just handle so well. Obviously, to, you get a Corvette and it's like driving on ice because those things are just a bat out of hell and they have no handling whatsoever, uh, kind of like a Viper, but... You get some of these all-wheel drive cars, like some of the Beamers and everything else. Holy crap. I mean, it's just insane. And the cool thing is, like, it, it's realistic in the fact that, like, if they hit you with a spike, spike strip, you'll lose your tires and you're just on rims and all these sparks are flying and everything. <laughs> and you can either, you can't just, like, jack a car like you could in GTA. You have to find another car that's at a specific spot. Or, like, I, I slid all the way over because I was, I, I was actually in a pickup truck. So even when the cars were trying to ram me, I would ram back into it, but I could get them out of the way. And I found a mechanic spot and everything, <laughs> everything repaired and I was gone. It was awesome. But I mean, I just had this big smile on my face while I'm doing these races or the, you know, these cop chases and that it, that's need for speed. I mean, that's just, that's old school awesomeness right there. And, and I, I love how they did it. <clears throat> So, I mean, there's a ton of different things you can do in the game, single player. You don't, not even with online. There's hours and hours and hours of gameplay, and it's a blast. The game looks better than Burnout Paradise, in my opinion. Um, not just with the backgrounds and not with just with the environments, but uh, the things on the streets themselves. Like, the drawn distance is way better. Like, you can see things coming from farther away, which is a huge help when you're doing 200 miles an hour in, in like, a super exotic car. Um 
really like the road layouts, really like the map. It's, it's real. The game is great. <clears throat> so above all that, then you got online, which, well, first off, uh, compared to Burnout Paradise, it's way easier to set your custom soundtrack. It's right in the options now. You don't have to wait until you're in online mode to set it. It's so stupid That's how good. they had it. Yeah, um, but it's it's similar. Like you you hit right on the D pad to, to activate a lot of stuff. Uh, you know to pull up your events and everything else. So it's a lot like Burnout Paradise there as well. Um, but online is great, except for the fact that it's still really difficult to hook up with people that you want to hook up with that aren't on your friends list. God, I hope they fix that, the new PlayStation. <laughs> I don't want the new PlayStation yet, but it, when it finally comes out, I really hope they have that fixed. Um, but, you know, hooking up with your friends is insanely easy. Voice chat is phenomenal. The The quality is excellent through and through. Uh, the online play is excellent through and through. Uh, it's really cool, too, because you can set up playlists. So you can either set up a custom playlist with all these different events that are kind of set up all over the map, or you can actually just use a pre-built playlist, and it, and it kind of randomizes for you, which is really nice. Um, the host picks everything. It's really easy to do. There's host migration, so if somebody drops out, you still have the game going. Uh, our community has really, really, really attached themselves to this game for online, and rightfully so. It's it's a fantastic game. Everyone is loving it. I haven't really seen anybody out there except for somebody that's not a big fan of this kind of game. I mean, obviously, if you're not into racing games like this or just you know open driving and everything else, you're probably not going to like it, obviously. But if you're into this kind of game, it, it truly is fantastic, and uh, it gets a solid A. It really does. It's, it's awesome. It, it's one of the best racing games that i've played in a long time and it's one of the best games in the ps3 this year by far um and the vita version like well, yeah i give the ps3 one an a i'm not going to review the vita one yet because i haven't played it nearly enough the vita one's you know pared down a little bit obviously because you're on the vita so online play i think you're i think you're uh, limited to five players online instead of eight or 12 i think you can do it on the ps3 one uh but man it looks really close to the ps3 version when it's in motion on the vita um when you uh, when you actually kind of pause the game and take a screenshot or whatever, yeah, you can see kind of you know the lower res textures, that kind of thing. But I'll tell you what, the game is super fast. It sounds fantastic. I mean, it's literally the same game that you have on the PS3, except pared down a little bit for the for the you know the, for the platform, obviously. And um, you know, I'm going to review it as a portable game, unlike Arthur Geese over Polygon, who basically gave it a lower rev- review score because it wasn't the exact same game as the PS3 one. You know, because the Vita... So that's why I tweeted the other day. I'm like, it's good to see that the Polygon people expect that the Vita is, is the same exact power and every every feature as the PS3, and that's why they reviewed the game the way they did. It's stupid. As usual, Arthur, Ge- Arthur Geese doing a great job, bud. Sarcasm. <clears throat> but yeah, the Vita one is really good. So uh, the only problem I'm having with the Vita one, and I think some other people are having this problem too, is that the game is so fast, and you've got that small screen... It's it's a little bit tougher to see stuff coming, uh, just inherently because of the size of the screen and everything. So that's my biggest concern. Um, it might be a personal thing as well, so I don't know how I'm going to really judge that, but I definitely need to play it more before I review it. But yeah, a solid A. It's, man, seriously one of the best games that came out this year, by far. And it's not just Burnout Paradise. It's Burnout Paradise melded with Need for Speed in the best ways possible. Seriously, it's if you're into the game, go buy it into that type of genre. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be playing it soon if they didn't lose it. Yeah, 
<laughs> People at the post office are playing it right now. This game rules. Probably. <laughs> All right. Last one. See? And I don't think this one will take too long from what I've heard. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Tell us all, all right. about the Testament of Sherlock Holmes. The Testament of Sherlock Holmes. Well, it starts with some creepy kids in an attic. That's right. I watched you play this for a while. <laughs> that was really creepy looking kids in an attic. Shit. Yes, I remember that. But once you get past that, uh, th- these creepy kids in an attic, in they don't really tell you when it is, but it seems to be sort of modern day, sort of. Uh, they're poking around up there and they find, uh, one of them knocks a mannequin off the wall and in the back of it is this book. Ooh, a book and let's read it. And they're reading it. It's got my testament in it. And it's the testament of Sherlock Holmes. Boy. Um, so there is a hard drive install on this. It's $40. Uh, so it's a budget title. Sure. It's good. Uh, there's a hard drive installed. There is no autosave in this game. Oh. So, and they warn you right off the bat. They tell you there is no autosave in this game, so be sure to save. And you can save at any time. I mean, okay. all you have to do is pause the game and save it anywhere in the game. Uh, but you need to remember to do that. I played for a good hour and a half, and then I went, oh, I forgot to save. <laughs> Ooh, like yeah, you need to get into that mindset, uh, because we've all gotten lazy with autosave. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's something you really need to remember, because uh, it could bite you in the ass big time. Um, so... Watson, of course, has written this story, and it's this complicated case or story that you're in, involved in here. Uh, you're going to control both of them. You're going to control Sherlock Holmes. You're going to control Watson. Uh, the only problem is most of the time you're controlling Watson. Well, uh, not most of the time, but a good <clears throat> chunk of the time when you're controlling Watson, you're not doing anything. It's Sherlock Holmes is sitting there and you're controlling Sherlock Holmes. And then he says, Hey Watson, go get me that newspaper. And then it's like, you're now controlling Watson and you have to walk over, pick up the newspaper, walk back and hand it to him. I'm like, you're not really Watson anymore. Oh my God. (laughs) And you don't have a choice. You have to do this. (laughs) So that happens. Um, So what you'll do, you know, as you're walking around the set, the, the area, the room, wherever you are, you'll see clue icons, which are essentially magnifying glasses or little hands. The magnifying glasses, obviously, you can select those and examine something, and he'll tell you something about it, or the hand, you'll pick something up. Uh, Once you do that, the icon turns from blue to green, and you'll know that you've already looked at this. Uh, you can go back and look at it again if you need to, but typically you don't need to. Right. Uh, right. Some of the clues, they won't show up until you're close enough, so you really have to walk around the area and kind of check things out. Um, you also have, uh, like, Spidey Sense, um, where if you uh, hit L2, <laughs> like a bunch of the 
little clue things will pop up all over the place, any that you might have missed, or even ones that there's no way you could have ever seen them, apparently, until mm. you hit your spidey sense. So it's the only way you're ever going to see those. <laughs> Do you have a professional hostage named Mary Jane in the game? <clears throat> I wish we did. <laughs> And I wish it was ugly Kirsten Dunn so I could uh, drop her from that bridge. With that weird eye. Um, <laughs> and her snaggle tooth. Um, so what you can do with the stuff you pick up, they'll essentially just be stored in inventory immediately. Uh, when you go into your pause menu, there's a book with a transcript that has all the dialogue up to that point. If you need to go back and review anything. Now, all right, since I'm getting into that right now, (laughs) the pacing in this game is very slow. Okay. And you kind of need to expect that going in. It's a, it's a detective game. You know, it's like there, there aren't many of these. I don't think there, there are very few, if any of these on the consoles and there used to be bunches of these on the pc i don't know if they still make them um but this type of game seems very few and far between at this point right uh so it is a very slow game there's a lot of dialogue um and it's all spoken you know so you don't have to sit and read walls of text all the time uh you can play in third person or first person you can switch at will uh just by hitting the square button uh what else uh yeah there's there's some weirdness in there um where you you can't fail at this game really oh um, really so just it's kind of like one of the uh, the old point-and-click things where you just keep kind of feeling around until you find what you need to find? Kind of, yeah. It it almost feels that way, and I, I sort of understand it because it is, it's a big, big story. You know, I didn't finish it yet, and I do want to finish it because the story itself is very interesting. Right. And I really want to see where it's going. I have to say, though, Sherlock Holmes in this, he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he really is. It, <laughs> He's, he's thinking everything. Yeah, he's keeping people against their will at times. Like some guy is like, "This guy's murdered. I want to go call the police." You're not going anywhere. You just stay right there, you. And he's like, "But I need to call the police." No, you don't. <laughs> it's like what the <laughs> I'm hell? Better than the police. <clears throat> yeah, he's just a dick at times. Um, but yeah, it really feels like you can't fail. Um, as you pick up clues, you know, you'll hit these high points in the game where you'll be picking up clues, picking up clues, and Watson makes a deduction board. And you see that on the screen, and it lists all the different clues, and then you have a number of options. You know, you found this, and that could mean this, this, or this. Mm-hmm. One of three things. So you select that. And then another thing opens up, and that means... So because of that, it could mean this, and you have to select those three things. And all the clues tie together, and when they all tie together, you know, everything lights up with green check marks and green boxes. Right. But if it doesn't all tie together and it's just all red, you just go back and you select different things, and 
you try again and you try again and it's not like you can fail like you can't progress the story until you get everything right oh jeez um but it's not that hard so far um where the difficulty comes in is in some of the puzzles because you will find puzzles in boxes that need to be opened locks that need to be picked safes that need to be opened that have some weird thing going on with like a chess piece and chess pieces like that you'll need to look around the room and understand what how to figure out how to get into this thing uh sometimes it's just it felt like those freaking brain teasers from fifth grade and just made me like oh do i have to do this oh (laughs) it just makes me nuts but i've gotten through all of them so far and you can skip them if you want after a couple tries it's it's like okay you suck you don't know what you're doing you want to skip this um (laughs) and you can skip it it's the old but i haven't done that yeah it's some of them are really tough too but once you get through it and you actually solve it, you're like, hey, look at me. I'm smart. Um, the the control, yeah, it's okay. You were having some problems <laughs> with it when I was there. Yeah. That's the thing. I've, I've run into some control issues. Uh, it's weird. Uh, at times, it's totally fine. And at other times... You're you get hung up on things in the scenery. Uh, Watson will just be in your way, and he'll just stand there, and you can't get around him. <laughs> he won't move. <laughs> you have to back up. You have to turn around. You have to do all kinds of things just to try to get Watson to move over a little bit so that you can get past him. Uh, so I've run into things like that throughout the game. Uh, the scenery. And the detail in the backgrounds and and London in the 1800s is awesome. Yeah, I thought the game looked good when you were playing it. Yeah, it really, really looks good. Uh, You know, it's not a AAA title, obviously. The lighting isn't all there. The draw distance isn't all there. But what's there in front of you on the screen is beautifully detailed. Mm. Uh, There's enough variety in the puzzles to solve... And things like that. Uh, the story is compelling, I think, uh, for me at least at times. I, I really want to see where it's going. I ha- I'm formulating my own theories as it goes as to where this is headed. And, <laughs> well, that's cool. That's and what they want you to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really neat in, in that respect. Um, some of the other weirdness, man, I don't know who actually is on the team that made this game like it's frogwares i believe yeah frogwares is is the team that made this uh in england but uh, one of the one of the points you get to you're looking for three guys you're looking for kurtz like you find two names so you know you're looking for a guy named kurtz and a guy that goes by grape ape and i'm thinking really like like Grape Ape, Grape Ape. Like like the seventies Hanna Barbera cartoon Grape Ape. That's all I can think of. And where else would that name come from? Like why would somebody have that name in the eighteen hundreds in England, in London? 
it's just such an odd choice, and I've lost you completely. I don't hear you at all. Oh, that's because I had the mic muted. Sorry. There you are. <laughs> that's Were you commenting hilarious. on Grape Ape? No, I was just laughing. That's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's so grape bizarre. Ape, now, grape Ape. Exactly. And that's all I could think of. And I'm thinking, that is so weird. That That just completely took me out of the game when I hit that point. That's messed up. Where, you're right. Where would that even come from? Yeah. So, well, I looked on the internet. I just typed in Grape Ape just to see if it referred to something other than the cartoon, and it doesn't. Not at least, not according to the internet. Yeah, so I, that's I can't law. think of anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I saw that it did air in England at one point. So maybe somebody over there loved it and thought, hey, here's some obscure little thing. I'll throw that in there. Nobody will know what it is. Ha ha ha. Uh,. <laughs> But then now I know they're screwing with me because then when you find out, when you find Kurtz, they're like, oh, yeah, he was in the Boer Wars and he did this and that. And he goes by Colonel. And I'm like, Colonel Kurtz, really? really? That's what I oh, thought geez. as soon as he said Kurtz. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> is this the whole thing like uh, Dana Gould's podcast where I, Colonel Kurtz is actually goofy and he's at the back of Disneyland and you have to make your way up to get him? Let's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just the whole thing just feels weird when they start doing stuff like that. Uh, that's rare, but when it happens, you're just like, uh, really? Come on, why are we doing this? Um, you don't have to travel anywhere. Basically, you have a map, uh, and you have points. You're you're going to Whitechapel. You're going to uh, this prison. Uh, uh, what is it? Blackgate Prison. I think it was the one. Uh, you know, you have points that you need to go to, and you just hit the button, and boom, you move there. And you start from that area, and you have to find your way through it. Um, it's a good game. I mean, it's not it's not such a bad game. Some of the puzzles are problematic because you'll hit these things, and it gives you no instruction whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um you do chemical analysis. Chemical analysis I couldn't figure out at all because the instructions were just, there There were no instructions. It says hit L2 for help, and help says do some chemical analysis. I'm like, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking for c- controls here, you know? <laughs> because everything I was trying wasn't working. Um but once I saw what you need to do, suddenly it made sense. Like I did something by accident. I'm like, oh, there it goes. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. The... So you'll run <laughs> you into both that. Move controllers. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you'll run into that every now and then. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, it's a better game than I thought it was going to be. And I do have to apologize. This game has been out since September. I've had it for a while. I just, with everything that's well, been going on. Extra with, Life got in the way. And I mean, yeah, a lot of stuff. Comic-Con yeah. and Extra Life and a hurricane and all that. I'm sorry hurricane. that it took so long to get to this. We'll see. Um, the hurricane. hurricane. Um, but <laughs> there's a good game there. You know, there are problems with it, obviously. There are problems with the controls. Uh, When I saw, when I started to get further into it and saw how big this game is and what an impossible task it would be to 
program all those contingencies in, like say you didn't get this, say you thought that the clues meant this instead of what they really mean, and you're off in a different direction, and then where do you go with it? How do you program for that in a game this big? So really, I don't think there's any other way they could have done it for for the game that it is. So I'm not really going to hold that against it. Um, but it does have control issues. Yeah. Uh, it does have some issues in, in the dialogue. Some of the voice acting is good. Some is horrible. <laughs> uh, that's what makes a game great though. Yeah. Uh, some of the plot points are just so laughably bad at times. There's a prisoner and he's trying to escape from the prison and, your Watson, Watson apparently is a complete dumbass because he's in a prison here. You're walking around the prison. You're talking to the wardens, which are all the guards. Mm-hmm. They've all, you know, they're all British. They're all dudes with British accents because you're in London. Uh, the prisoner that you came to talk to with Holmes is a German dude with the thick German accent. So in the middle of this fire that's going on downstairs, there's a shadowy figure Save down my there. sausages. Could you throw down the keys? I need the keys because I can't get out. I forgot my code. I'm the god. And you're like, oh, okay. And you throw him the keys. I mean, come on. Like, the guy didn't even, like, they didn't even try to put on that voice actor doing a fake British accent or something. He's just speaking with his German accent. Watson's like, oh, okay, here's the keys. Hey, Watson's that stupid? Well, uh, it, it, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's things like that that go on, which I just, I play through it and I'm like, ah, oh, really? Is he that dumb? Is that really happening? Uh, it's gruesome. It is brutal. Really? Yeah. Some of the some of the murders that you come across, some of the bodies that you have to examine, some of the autopsies you have to do. The autopsies aren't as bad. It's when you're standing over a body that has been ripped apart and yeah. you have to examine it in detail. Whoa. <laughs> it earned its M rating. There's some nasty, nasty stuff in here. Huh. Um so it has that going for it. You know, it's actually, a, it's, it's a decent game. It's not a great game. Um, I'm wavering here, but I'm going to give it a B minus. Um, okay. it's between a B and a B minus really. It's, it's got a lot of depth to it, uh, just in the story alone. And I think it's fun to play through just for the story alone, but it can get tedious at times. It's very slow. It's very plodding. Sure. You know, there there are problems with not understanding how to how to get through the puzzle. Like it, not even understanding how to control what you're doing on the screen to make the puzzle work. Hmm. You know, there's there are those types of issues there which I think bring it down a bit. Hmm. Um but I think it's worth at least a rent, you know, it's worth a purchase if you want something completely different. I I I haven't seen any game like this on the consoles. Um, yeah, that's not, gotta be pretty unique. Yeah, not a full disc-based game, especially. I'm sure there's some PSN titles that are similar, but not really, not like this. So, not on a disc. Um, so it's decent. You know, it's decent, not great. Um, but 
you know, I'm liking it. I'm liking the story. I need to get through it because I do want to finish the story. I want to see really where all this is going. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Cool. So do we, do we want to end this mess? <laughs> We've been talking Where are we tonight. now? Four uh, or five hours? We're, we're at about, um, we're over three. Three? Three, yeah. yeah, we're over three. <laughs> yeah, we should probably kind of stop. Yeah, I think so too. So, uh, wow. Well, let's just go through this normal stuff here quick. Uh, if you want to reach us, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. You can uh, email us at podcast at psnation.org, and we'll read the emails next week when we don't talk as much. <laughs> Um, I, I will. We'll have emails next week. We yeah, definitely will. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was just one of those. I, it's been. No, that's fine. Yeah. We, I mean, you haven't been on for three weeks, man. We had a, you know, or the last yeah. time you and I were together was at Extra Life. So. <laughs> <laughs> so long ago. That's crazy. <laughs> um, you can also head over to psnation.org. Hopefully we'll have some news posted there eventually, but uh, you can check out the contact us section on there. Um, you can leave us a voicemail line there, or you can call us on uh, Skype if you uh, just call WDT-Torgo. Uh, as we learned last week, you don't have to add that as a friend or a contact. You can just type in WDT-Torgo and um, and uh, hit the call button. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail on our regular voicemail line at 715-502-9773. Uh, don't forget our Facebook group over at the old Facebooks. Just type in PS and then a space and nation, unlike Sigma Omega today, who just kept typing in PS nation as one word. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> or was that Stoffinator? Now I have to look. <clears throat> one of the two. One of the two of those jerks. Yeah, they're both dumbasses. Yeah, that's true. We'll just call them both out like that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you can look for us on the uh, on the Stitcher. If you if you like streaming all your shows and everything, go over to Stitcher.com. Uh, grab that player for whatever mobile device you have, and you can find us in the PlayStation section. Uh, you can also find Josh and I on Twitter. You can find Josh at PJF Josh or our regular account at at PS3 Nation. Uh, you can look for us and the rest of the podcast over on the podcast network at retroids.com. And uh, hey, our sponsors, they uh, they help us pay our bills and stuff. So if you could please head over to audiblepodcast.com slash PS Nation, sign up for the, for, uh, for the free trial, and uh, guess what? You get to choose out of over 100,000 audiobooks, and you get to keep one of those books if you sign up for the free trial at audiblepodcast.com slash PS Nation. And guess what? You even get to keep that if you decide you don't want the account and you quit before the you know the, the the whole thing expires, you can keep the book and we still get paid. So that helps us keep the lights on and uh, helps us out. And also the other thing that helps us out is if you head over to zazzle.com slash PS Nation and uh, check out all the merch we have over there, uh, hoodies, T-shirts, hats. Um, I have a clock over there now. There's uh, Christmas ornaments. Hey, it's November. Christmas ornaments. You can show your love for PS Nation, and everything's customizable out there. So iPod cases, phone cases, all kinds of cool stuff. Zazzle.com slash PS Nation. And don't forget our friends at It Is Written, who supply us with our music every week. You can find their new album on iTunes and over at CD Baby. So the links are in the show notes for that. Um, Yeah, so next week I'm sure I'll be uh, reviewing Black Ops 2. And I'm assuming I'll have Black Ops declassified by then. So uh, keep an eye on the website or on Twitter or whatever uh, if you want some early impressions of those games as soon as we get them. Uh, I will be posting as soon as I get a hold of declassified especially. So 
I'll actually get on that before I get on Black Ops 2 because, hey, everybody's already going to have the game by the time we get it. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and uh, are you going to be reviewing anything next week, Josh? Uh, should be doing One Piece, Pirate. Warrior. Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Shonen Jump game. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. I don't even know what else we're going to be doing, but hey, uh, you know, our, we have our episode 300 coming up, which we don't know if we're going to make 300 the big one or if we're going to do 301 as the big one, or maybe we'll, we just won't do anything as the big one. <laughs> we'll just do everything normal because uh, 300 hits on Christmas week. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Good timing. I blame Jared. I found Jared on LinkedIn today, by the way. Oh, uh, no. It says, like, independent media producing or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> Does he still use his USB mic from SOCOM? Just wondered. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, we're supposed to be getting Wonderbook, we think. We're supposed to be getting a few other games for review. And uh, my PlayStation All-Star. Oh, I'll be reviewing PlayStation All-Stars next week as well. Um, I'm not reviewing the Vita version. So, we have actually separate reviews going up for that. I believe... I want to say Nick or Nathan is doing the review for the Vita version, so um, we will be posting some videos as well. Uh, he and I are going to play online this week uh, when we get the Vita version and when they actually activate online. Uh, so we'll, we'll get something up there to show the crossplay and how well it works or how well it doesn't work and uh, you know, show everything off. But uh, yeah, the review for All-Stars goes up next week, 8 a.m. Pacific time on the 20th, so next Tuesday. Uh, so until then, I guess we're out of here. Thanks for sticking with this really long show. But, uh, wow, the tangents were aplenty today, which is all right. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for everything. Uh, oh, also, uh, just want to say, uh, yes, it was yesterday or today. I, I'm so out of it today. Uh, we just had Veterans Day here in the U.S. And, um, you know, to honor all the veterans that, uh, have, have sacrificed everything to, uh, to defend our country and our freedom and everything else. So just wanted to say thank you to everybody uh, in the military, past or present or future. And uh, our, our buddy Glenn Mendoza, uh, <laughs> who's a longtime listener, I, I told him that I was going to do the McBain thing. So uh, just for him, Mendoza! <laughs> <laughs> also, I think I have one more shout out here. Oh, yeah. Our uh, our own Yabir. Today is his birthday. And I think Ray's birthday is like today or something, too. So for both of them. A little old school. Oh, crap. Yeah. Wait. What? We forgot something else. What? Now, now, here's just for those people who stick around to the end. Lucky you who waited right till the <laughs> oh, end. No. No, we have codes to give away. Oh, shit. That's right. Well, let's do this first. We, gotta, we have to do this. So, for Yabir and Ray. Yeah. I almost forgot this. It's that's it for that so oh yeah the codes we have uh some copies of uh which one is this uh oh this is uh when vikings attack to give away now the funny thing is they say these are for the vita but the game's crossplay. so i don't know uh these are u.s codes i know people are complaining because we don't have european codes i am trying to get some uh, what people don't know is that Sony Computer Entertainment of Europe is impossible to deal with. So I am working a couple of angles to try to get some European codes. We'll probably give those away on Twitter if we get them. So I would say just uh, keep your eye on the PS3 Nation account. But uh, yeah, let's give five of these away. How about that? So you want to start? All right. Sure. All right. N, uh, NAP4. Nap4. Go, go take a nap. 
and then put the number four down. <laughs> D-H-N-H-3333. Well, that was an easy one. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. Uh, and you can put these in on the PS3 as well and, and the send thing and everything. You know, the codes just work, so... Uh, but officially, these are apparently for the Vita. So if it doesn't work on the PS3, uh, sorry. But if you like the game, buy the PS3 one then. Uh, next one is B46G7P, N is a Nancy, P, E, J, L, A. Next. Uh, F6PT. Q eight N T. Yeah, that spells quaint. It does. Yeah. That. Uh three six K M. Alright, next. N is a Nancy. Two L two D N or I'm sorry. D nine N E C Q nine H. And last but not least. CQ, CQ. <laughs> Small moves, Ellie. Small fuck moves. you, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love that movie. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Everybody who hates it, I love that movie. Uh, B867. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Cursing people out and giving out codes. Yeah, fuck you. Take our free game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, B eight six seven G B N B F L three A. There we go. And thanks to Gordon from uh or no not Gordon. God dang it man. <laughs> uh Martin. Martin uh over at Clever Beans for for uh, arranging to get those codes for us and also uh Martin. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there you go, a little bonus for sticking to the end of this massive, massive podcast. Uh, so thanks very much, everybody. Uh, Josh, great to have you back, buddy. I missed you. Until the earthquake hits. <laughs> <laughs> we always thought it'd be California that would fall off, and now we found out it's New Jersey. <laughs> yep. Well, I was I went through an earthquake here last year, so, uh, yeah. you know. Float away, lesbian seagull. <laughs> All right. We're out of here. Thanks a bunch. We'll talk to you next week. Get out there, play some games, and uh, go over and click on psnation.org a lot. We need the traffic. Talk to you later. Speedo. <laughs> and they're not even worried because they're seven years old.
good about gravity. <laughs> the guy running the slide lets them take two turns down the slide before he puts me on it. I'm thinking to myself, big fucking deal. <laughs> That'll give me time to sharpen my toenails. <laughs> Doesn't matter when they put me in the chute, all the water backs up behind me. <laughs> They're skidding on their little butts down there at the bottom. <laughs> Kids behind me are drowning. The <laughs> Speedo Monster! <laughs> Six flags over anywhere. <laughs> but it was it cost thirty-seven thousand bucks to get in. And it six I went last year, and some people took me. This out. What's that ride where they drop you off at the free fall? I stood in line for fifty-five fucking minutes <laughs> to ride the free fall for point oh oh two seconds. <laughs> Most miserable point oh oh two seconds of my life. If you've never ridden it, what they do is they just jack you right off the air, ground 30 floors, push you out over a ledge, and pull the pins, hoss 12 G's hit your body. Your nose is flaring out like little hair. It sucked. I got off the ride, and the attendant said, you want to ride her again? I said, yeah, but this time I'm going to stick a marble up my butt and see how far it flies out of my nose. <laughs> I finally decided the other day that uh, TV commercials have gotten just a little bit too abstract for man of my education. Uh, I was watching a commercial the other day for a product called Calvin Klein's Obsessions for Men. And I'm not going to buy the crap. Uh, it was a terrible commercial. They showed all these little people just to dance in all around. They showed this real skinny guy with no shirt on, kind of a faggy-looking fellow. And for some reason during the commercial, this old boy has bust into flames. Yeah, he busted into flames. He had little flames all over his body. And then he stopped and made a speech about how he was willing to burn in hell to smell like a queer or something. 